0: On this episode of No Refunds. <laughs> something, you're a something, and I've never heard that Sharks song. Jets. Uh.
1: I'm so mad at Zuko. Why is he <laughs> being like this? I don't understand. Alex
2: is not my friend. There was another photo of all three of us where she was pretending to give us hand jobs, <laughs> I
3: remember that. A-
2: Hello
0: and welcome to No Refunds. I say it exactly the same every time. (laughs) And that's a new part of my entering catchphrase. Uh, My name is Dwight and joining me this year is...
1: Dwight. I
0: hate that joke (laughs) so much. Alex? (laughs)
1: Uh, Just kidding, it's Tiffany, I'm Uh, not Dwight.
0: Because usually it's Dwight and Dwight.
1: We've only done that like once.
2: We we only did it once. One uh, one other time I said Tiffany and she said Alex. Oh maybe. Yeah. You That's just
0: fine. You just hate fun. Sure.
1: <laughs> I like to do it because I hate I know fun it.
0: in the one structured part of the show. Okay.
1: Hey, I like to do it because I know it irritates you. Yes, I know. I you don't do. like to
2: do things that intentionally irritate you. That's not true. <laughs> I don't know that it's not true.
0: So we are here in season four. We have uh we made it. Four years, or this will be our fourth year. Yes,
2: this is the beginning year. of our fourth year. Yeah. So we've made it three years. Yes,
0: we are in golden years. So thank you all for joining us we're for this towards golden... the end of our golden we years. We are. At this point. We're gonna have to quit while we're ahead. Wow.
2: So we I should... can't wait for this to get awful.
0: Oh yeah, we're wow. gonna all hate each other by the end of this year. It's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> I'm very excited. The for divorce
2: the... is really gonna be what shakes it, shakes it up.
0: Yeah, Tiffany, when are we getting divorced?
1: My face is on fire right now. <laughs>
0: Why is your face on fire? I don't
1: know. It's so so cold, and everything's cold, and dark, and miserable, and my face hurts.
0: This is why we don't record during this time of year because we're usually all just like super depressed. Yeah,
3: that's what I feel like. Welcome
1: to twenty nineteen, where everything's cold
2: and and uh, And depressing
0: and awful. Everything's
1: fucking sad.
2: Everything sucks. Nothing good will happen this year. So far, yeah, that's
0: pretty true. So let's check out some emails. So So Solid we, transition. I try. No. Um. Yeah. So we got two emails. Uh, both from the same person. So thank you very much, Judd, or, or Mark. Take your pick. Um. So the first one is, these are obviously from last year, and so one of them is actually referencing an episode that happened, mm-hmm. not even the last one. Okay. So first one. Hey gang, had a ponder rattling around my head, and I figured that I would pass it along. Simply put, when and why do we cut movies slack? What are the conditions when we ignore things about them that are questionable or don't make any sense? Uh, Case in point, it follows. The demon walks at a fairly steady pace towards its victim. It doesn't get tired, but it seems to be restricted by strictly physical travel. We see it break open a window at one point to get to one of its victims. So, based on that, how is this thing scary? Just using my daily commute, 20.1 miles, a distance that I travel in roughly 23 minutes, but is a 6-hour, 46-minute walk, he did the math. Um, I think you can see where I'm going with this. A uh, drive to Boston one hour is a 19-hour walk. I would get to work, get dinner, take a nap, and still have plenty of time to go home before it ever caught me. Doing this would leave a constant loop of walking back and forth of it trying to catch me. This only wor- uh, the, It only gets worse the further and faster I travel. That said, It Follows is a good creepy monster movie as long as the audience buys into the premise and doesn't quote-unquote doesn't think too hard about it. But when did it earn that level of slack? Why do other films never reach that level? While this is an example that uses a horror film, the same rules almost apply to every genre. There are certain things that an audience has to, quote, push the button, suspension of disbelief, to enjoy a film. A man can fly, shark stalk people, true love wins in the end, faster than light travel exists, guns only need to be reloaded or jammed when it provides tension. When do you press this button and why?
2: Alex, I think you had... Something to say about this, or? Um, I didn't really fully form my thoughts on this before we started recording, but um, I think Judd makes a good point. I think that we do um, sometimes just, like, cut movies slack, but I think mostly it happens when the movie doesn't ask us to think about it. Like, it, if if we're not directly like shown something and then later told to think about it, like it, it's not really part of the plot of the movie, not mm-hmm. part of the, because first of all, I have an issue with, with his example because I think he fundamentally misunderstands the point of the movie of it follows. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think that's a bad example. Okay. And I can't think of an example off the top of my head where like, well, I cut a He gave a movie- other things
0: like faster than light. Uh, travel. faster than my
2: travels, sci-fi. Like, uh, it's fine <laughs> if it's science fiction. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer this question eloquently. What, <laughs> what about in Jaws four when the shark
0: uh tracks <laughs> the Brodies to uh, Jamaica? Jaws four is terrible. <laughs> Jaws four okay. is amazing. Jaws four is the fine. revenge. Fine. So Tiffany, my you cut Jaws four? Are sl- you were about the same? Well, something. no
1: i I like I like it follows, and I think it follows is just a giant metaphor so like I also agree that I think Judd's kind of missing the point which is fine it doesn't really matter but I like the other examples of things like oh loved ones in the end and you know people can whatever people can fly I think for most people movies and and, and media are an escape mm-hmm. so I think people give that stuff slack because it's, it all seems kind of fantastical. Even if it's a story that's kind of based in reality, like you're going to watch something to kind of escape for a little bit. So I think things like sci-fi, things like a romance movie where, you know, the guy gets the girl or, or, you know, or the girl gets the girl or the guy gets the guy, you know, Um, being all inclusive, you know. Um, But I think that stuff, or even, you know, Jaws, I think that stuff, I tend, I feel like I cut things a lot of slack in that regard, just because I'm like I'm along for the ride. I don't know.
0: Well, you just said the point that I was going to. Yeah. So, um, in years ago, uh, I got really into the movie uh, Cabin Fever, and I
1: was gonna actually bring this up too.
0: So. I was listening to the commentary for it. Cabin Fever is a, I want to see 2004 movie written and directed by Eli Roth, who is a notorious schlocky guy at this point. Like, terrible director. Uh, but Cabin Fever, I really like. Cabin Fever um, is really good. I saw
2: it for the first time last year.
0: It's good. I like it. Yeah, It's all right. Um, so Cabin Fever, in the commentary, there's one point at the very end of the movie, spoilers for the end of Cabin Fever. Um, the main character, Ryder Strong, uh, gets he escapes from the cabin with everybody else and he's driving along the highway and he hits a deer. And when he hits the deer, <laughs> it gets stuck in his windshield and starts like kicking at his face. Mm-hmm. And Eli Roth on the commentary was like, now this is like the worst practical effect we could have done for this movie. It, it looks gar- it looks terrible and it's incredibly fake and, and his philosophy was if you've made it this far into the movie at this point, you are along for the ride. Yep. You are more willing to accept some form of like you, your suspension of disbelief is greater at this point so Mm -hmm. you're just kind of sucked in and enjoying the movie which for the most part is true obviously something like egregious happens like a scorpion king level cgi at the end of one of the mummies or whatever um stuff like that like things that are like super egregious but for the most like really
1: bad like plot holes or things that never get resolved Mm -hmm. i think i'm like wait what what happened to that character but even then like Mm -hmm. that's
0: almost like um like after the movie when you're thinking about Mm -hmm. it type stuff but in the moment you're like you're sucked in and you're along for the ride. And that's when I cut things slack is if the movie has earned um, those moments through really good storytelling and really good um, character development and Mm -hmm. you just cinematography, all all the aesthetics and the craft of filmmaking towards the beginning can buy a lot of goodwill for me towards the end. Yep. So that's kind of my thought. You
2: made a point that actually like jogged something in my memory. Uh Um, I, I usually think I'm willing to cut a movie slack if I don't, Think of something while I'm watching the movie. Oh, like, okay. If yep. I'm watching the movie yep. and I go, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, for yeah. example, when I was watching Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World, yep. and they they're in this like super sophisticated park <laughs> and they send these two kids off in a gyrosphere and then they they have emergency protocols that just plays a video that's like come back, but the kids still have control to do whatever they want. Yep. I'm like as an engineer i'm just like that wouldn't be part of the the protocol would be everything would immediately be recalled
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: and since i'm i'm basically asked to think about that during the movie yeah, because it draws attention to right, it, right then i'm like okay i'm not going to cut this slack yeah, but the plot of the remainder of the movie couldn't happen
0: without yep. this giant leap in logic right. that you mm-hmm. can't get over
2: but like there's other movies where i'm constantly thinking about it uh one one that comes to mind is um it comes at night there there are a few, i haven't seen it there are a few issues with that movie that i'm I'm willing to admit and not right now because it, we would have to go <laughs> super into the movie but like i the moment i left the theater i all i could think about was that movie and like it was kind of like hereditary for me where like i thought about it for hours and there's still hours, no fault with Hereditary, and i hereditary keep thinking about it but and like then I would be like, well, wait, that didn't make sense. But if I'm thinking about a movie for hours after I've seen the movie, mm-hmm. it means it did something right for yeah. me. So I'll cut it slack if I find a plot hole and I go, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. Like my favorite movie ever is Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. And there are it is? tons of plot holes in that. But I'm willing to forgive it because I didn't pick them out until like my second or third viewing. Yeah. So. Like That's when I start to cut movie slack. It's really when the movie draws attention to the thing that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and I, in the middle of the movie, go, wait a second.
0: Which, going to Judd's example of it, follows. I don't think the movie ever draws example of they can't get away from it or they they could do this thing because they're teenagers and they don't have that ability right right. yeah it's not like if this happened to us like we can't identify with that because you're right we could just jump in our car and drive to illinois right and be like well we're fine here forever right Um, yeah get
1: on a plane exactly we have money to purchase
0: we do but a teenager like the first shot of that movie almost explains this because there's a girl running in her neighborhood and she's like just so scared and yep. can't do anything because mm-hmm. of your age and you're helpless. Tiffany, were you going to say something?
1: I was going to say another time that I would give something slack is based on nostalgia. Yep. Um, how many times have we gone back and watched Space Jam? Is something that sticks out to me. That's a terrible movie, but I cut that movie so much slack because as a kid, I really enjoyed it and loved it. So there's even yeah. like, even my favorite movie, which is Beauty and the Beast, there are so many things that I'm like, well, that. You know, like, Mm. song lyrics and things. And I'm like... Just
0: time frame. Yeah, Yeah. like, how
1: old are these people? And it's like, you cut that stuff slack because it's like, when you saw it as a kid, you were not thinking about that stuff. And you just enjoyed the movie for what it was. And that you know, as an adult, you kind of go back and go... Yeah, that doesn't really make sense at all. Or that's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but but it
0: doesn't detract from your viewing it of it. Not. And on the inverse, mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen a movie when you were younger and you see it as an adult, like Alex and Goonies, Goonies yeah. um, you can you do not give forgive the faults. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good example of that because yep. you yeah. hate the Goonies. I hate it. And Tiffany and I love, love the Goonies, yeah. and that's because I think we saw it as a kid, and so like it was You're this to- magical adventure of mm-hmm. pirates and treasure and yep. and. Uh, yep friends and camaraderie and as an adult you just see
2: all the flaws right yeah, and as a yeah. kid you see yourself yep Mm-hmm. So that's yeah.
0: I
1: think as, that's just like another good. As an time adult,
2: you see the black. super hammy acting and like yeah. the terrible <laughs> s- like script. And Thanos is in that movie. Yes, I, I understand, <laughs> and I'm totally fine with people liking it, but it's not for me. Yeah, which is fine. If you ever want me to leave your house, put on Goonies.
0: Oh, that's Ooh. good to
2: know, Alex. <laughs> so yeah.
3: Uh,
0: so I think that for me, like I just uh, I think that nostalgia is a mm. really good example for slack. Uh, for me, it's um, if the movie's and gotten me along. Yeah. Yep. So cool. I hope that answers your question, Judd. I I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I think that's a really
1: good question, a really good thought. Because there are definitely times where I've watched, and I can't think of them right now. But there yeah. are definitely times where I've watched movies, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, and I I'm I'm taken out of it, and I'm like, yeah, this 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 was not an earned moment. Um, yeah.
2: an, an example of that for the Moffat me, stuff is like that. An example of that for me, like recently, is Bird Box. That movie. I, seen it I was as I was watching it, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like this this is stupid. Like, it wasn't a terrible movie. I'm not going to say yeah. it's a terrible movie, mm-hmm. but it's not that great.
0: It's just been, like, everywhere. I need yes. to watch
1: it because I need to understand the memes. Yeah. The memes. The are The dank,
2: <laughs> Ooh, are <they> dank?
0: <laughs> I
1: understand what the movie's about, and I understand what the memes... But I, want, I, I feel like I need to see the movie to be like, Yeah, I've seen the movie. I can post this meme now. No, I at this point, it. you should... I'm, like, too late. You I'm should, sure all those memes are just
3: dead go, by I'm
0: now. I'm
2: never going to watch the movie because of the memes. That's
1: probably... I like wow. memes
3: though.
0: You and um Jocelyn are meme queens together. Yeah, aren't Jocelyn
1: you? sends me memes on Instagram because um Jeff has seen them all. Wait, do Her they Her husband listen? Jeff.
0: No, I don't think oh, they do. Damn. I know. But yeah, she, Maybe they do. She's Jeff, like every listen, time Let me know.
1: She's like every time I show Jeff a meme, he's like, "Oh, I've seen it." And so yeah. she's like, "I'm going to send them all to you." Cuz
0: Jeff's she, very much like us. He's yes. always into Reddit, he's always into knowing yeah. what's going on. So
1: Jocelyn on. and I literally have a thread on Instagram like a direct message where we just send each other memes.
2: DMing each other. Just dank
3: memes. Th- they're
0: sliding into each other's DMs yep. with nice. some dank memes. <laughs> some
3: dank memes.
0: So we have another email. Okay. From Judd? This one's from Mark.
2: <gasps>
1: no, oh. he's actually
0: signed Judd. Um, oh, hi Mark. So this one's actually a little <laughs> bit more harsh.
1: Oh, hi
2: doggy. Uh,
0: Judd did not like something we did. Ooh, Uh-oh. good, good. Hi gang. After listening to episode 39, which is press XX to go, oh, okay. Uh, I did want to pass along a comment. Feel free to ignore it as it's your podcast and you don't know anyone, certainly not me, anything. Okay, email over. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. So in, in the first section about the latest season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you talked about what you liked and didn't like and how parts of the season were controversial uh, with the fan base. Because... Well, I don't know why, and that's my issue here. I'm not a fan of It's Always Sunny, so I don't watch it and don't watch it. Uh, and so as you were talking about it, I was interested to know what it was that made it, that made, that they did, that made you want to talk about it. I'm just reading this poorly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but you did a great job of a spoiler-free commentary, but that did leave me listening to 25 minutes of talking about a thing that I didn't know anything about, which is a little frustrating. Welcome, sorry to be a buzzkill.
1: Sorry. Welcome to my fucking world. Every time Dwight and Alex talk about anything, anything <laughs> in depth, and I'm sitting in the room, and I check out of it. Yep. When I'm editing those podcasts, <laughs> oh, I so check sorry. out of it. Yep. So it, I think that's really, really hard where we have three of us that share a lot of interests, but also a lot of our interests are not the same. So sometimes even just being in the room is hard to just be part of a conversation that you don't know anything about. Mm -hmm. And I feel that way in this room. So I get what Judd is saying. Like I would, I would fast forward through, the video game stuff because oh, yeah. i don't give a shit i that, totally get that. no like, offense but I, I just don't
2: care i think it's something we need to be better at and i i feel like there was a point in time where we were very good at like i feel like hey what is that about like, Yeah, you know, we would
0: always try to preface it with something and right. we probably didn't for sunny yep. and i and i apologize well, deeply for that we definitely
2: didn't for sunny because all of us just wanted to talk about sunny yeah. and we were just like let's get into this
1: and the three of us have seen it and also it's a show that's on its what that 13th, was the 13th, 13th season. season. So it's hard to be like, what's it? It's Always Sunny but right. But maybe that should be something we can go back and revisit like doing that and just being like, hey, yeah. just in case you don't know, this is what the show I is about.
2: 2019. the year like we that. The year we describe everything before no, we everything. talk about
1: it. I think so this
0: a, is no refund I, for I think, a podcast. I, no, 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 we talk no, about. Don't be condescending.
1: Hey, I'm not. No, no. no I, was, I, I think,
3: think that's a joke. Your jokes aren't funny.
1: Sorry. I wanted to say I think that's a really great suggestion. I agree. Because I think a lot of people probably feel that way also because I know um, Peter had said something to me. Hi, Peter. Uh, when he was over and he was like, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, oh, you know, when I like walk out of the room, you know, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I, I feel that. So it's like pe- other people think that stuff too. Yeah. And if you fast forward through stuff, that's fine too. Like it's yeah. it's fine. We're doing this for ourselves and and, you know, to share it with other people. But at the same time, it's like we're going to talk about what we're interested yeah. in.
3: Okay, so. let's,
2: let's be honest. We're doing this for Brian.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Hi,
2: Brian. Hi, Brian.
0: <laughs> I, I, ever since Brian moved out, I've had a hole in my heart and th- oh, this is filling it. The Brian
1: shaped um, hole. In yes. It's, in your a heart. Hole. Yeah, right. it's a very big hole. It's <laughs> very tall. It's a very tall hole.
0: <laughs> I, but but um, <laughs> no, I totally understand that because, like,
1: yeah.
0: in, in general, not everything that everyone talks about is going to be interesting. There have been times where I'm listening to uh, Fighting in the War Room, and, yep. they're, and they're talking about some topic that I have no interest in. So I'm yeah. just like, well, that's the end of my listening to this episode, yep. because, yep. and I, I totally get it, yeah. and we will take that into consideration going it. forward. Yes. I think that's something Thank we will Thank you be, for your
2: recommendation. I
3: think just. it's yes. a great suggestion. Yeah.
0: And keep on sending in great questions, because I think we got a lot of mileage out of that other one. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for for listening, yeah. everybody. Yeah. All right, so, so so next... Next, I just have a really quick... Um, I, I just wanted to talk about uh, where this podcast is and what we've been doing. So um, we are in our fourth season here now, mm-hmm. which I already said at the top of the show, but that's really exciting to me. And I know at the end, at the beginning of last year, I had outlined a couple of goals that I mm-hmm. wanted to achieve, yep. and I just want to basically say, I think we nailed all of them for the most part. I don't
1: remember what they um, were.
0: We have a website. Yeah, We got on our own feed. That yep. was like one of our big yep. things. Yep. Um, we have, uh, the website and the feed were the two big ones. Yeah, and yeah. we did a little bit of streaming. We haven't done a lot of it, we but haven't. we did a little mm-hmm. bit of yep. that. Because mm-hmm. I said I think I wanted to branch out into some other things. So yep. we started doing these things last year. And I'm really happy with the progress that we made with that type of stuff last year. We yep. put out more episodes last year than we have ever. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I, I feel like I, I fell short in in general is uh, just audience engagement. Yep. I'm very bad at that uh, in general, but I want to try to get a little bit better. It's How many
1: just likes do we have?
0: 51, 52? 51 <gasps> or 52? <gasps> We've
2: Did had two like, listeners. Yeah. We've been at like 50 for <sighs> like a year. I think we're at 52.
0: It um, might be 51.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I, I try to engage with everyone on the discord yes. as much as possible because i just sit at home on my phone the I, whole time I so i do
0: feel that the discord has become less of a no refunds discord which is totally cool <laughs> hey, and fine yeah. just, um and it's more just like our friends hanging out which yep. is which is cool oh. and perfect like it, it's i'm i'm not sour or no anything about that no refunds is
2: just our friends hanging out that's a
0: good point yeah
1: that's like kind of the whole point of this
0: yes but you know what i mean like uh even on like um like facebook like if someone comments on something i've tried to interact with it we did a little bit at the end of the last year with um asking for people's favorite moments Uh, it's stuff like that Mm -hmm. that i want to do more. i
1: think it's hard too because none of us have a social media background so it's hard to get in that mindset like social media is really hard Mm -hmm. and it's also we work full-time and it's hard to Mm -hmm. that's another job in and of itself and like for me i'm like we're doing this for fun and yes we should be doing that stuff but at the same time i'm not making money on it i'm not you know what i mean it's not yet uh, (laughs) we're
0: not trying to grow it or (laughs) anything yeah and that's
1: and i'm totally fine with that i'm doing it because it's fun i'm not doing it for any other reason so it's like you know if we had a giant audience it's like yeah if you're not doing social media then right you know.
2: I don't think anybody particularly cares about the level I of engagement so that we have with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like everyone feels like, you know, they're engaged enough. I That's mean good. Yeah, I yeah. Like, like most of the people I know that listen to it are like they'll just be like, Oh hey, I liked this episode or I like that episode and I'll be like, Cool.
0: Tiffany and I were talking about this. The two of us never hear that feedback. Yeah. Oh wow. We the only person who ever says, I got good feedback on this episode was from you. Oh. That's the Or ol-
1: I get hear from Brian.
2: Well, one of my friends that I used to work with, she came up to me a couple weeks ago when I saw her right before Christmas and she goes, I'm really sorry for your loss. And I was like, what? And she was like, you know, the movie draft. And I'm like, Oh, Ooh. all right. I forgot about that. It was the first time I'd seen her since the movie draft. <laughs> nice. It'd been That's a few awesome. months. And she was like, yeah, so sorry for your loss. And I'm like, what?
0: Cause you lost major. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, will, I, I got
2: destroyed.
1: I will say that. And then going back to Peter, Peter's my new best friend. Um, but, <laughs> there was another moment where he's like, you know, I feel like I know you guys like be through the podcast. Yeah. so
0: Which was awesome. It <laughs> yeah, was so, so cool. There are,
1: so them sh- there are other people that listen that maybe we don't talk to every day, but yeah. feel like they know us and like, are, are are engaged with us even if they're not directly engaging yep. with mm-hmm. us in on Facebook or whatever they they're listening to us talk about stuff and that's really cool.
0: That made me more happy than it should because I've been in that situation <laughs> yeah, where yeah. I've listened to podcasts and I feel like I know people mm-hmm. and I'm like they have no idea who I am yep, at exactly. all. Yeah, and not that we don't know who Peter is, but Wait, like who? Peter who? <laughs> but like the it was just it was
1: goddamn werewolf uh, a narrator, narrator in the world. <laughs> but it
0: was just it made me feel really good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's he's, just cool. He's getting married. I know. I know
0: he is. You're his best man. Soon. Oh. What are you What are
2: you doing for a bachelor party? Peter, right into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I, when he when he asked me to be his best man, I was like, "Does that mean I have to give a speech?" And he said, "No." I, really? I vaguely remember him saying, "I don't have to give a speech." And then you'd write a nice speech. And then I asked if I had to plan a bachelor party and he said yes and I go it'll probably be like Dwight's bachelor party and he said what'd you do for Dwight's bachelor party and I said we went to Six Flags and then played board games at his friend's house and he was like that sounds perfect it was
1: awesome and you went to Buffalo Wild Wings yes yes, and And I I made you a super cute shirt
0: yes Um, it's a bachelor boy and I (laughs) was
2: like I was like I think I can put something like that together so I think that's the plan cool um, that's exciting I'll ask him who he wants me to invite probably
0: yeah, that's. I think Brian asked me who like who yeah. was should come, and, and I was like, you, I guess like, Alex. You were like, "There's
2: an extra ticket." I guess Alex. I
0: guess Alex. No,
2: you need to you need to point out that there was an extra ticket. That's why I got invited. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah,
0: Alex wasn't a part of the original roster. Podcast over. <laughs> that's how far our friendship has come. Wow. Alex posted a very sweet um, uh, collage of hashtag squad goals, which was the the three of us. Most of the pictures were of you and him. Yeah, because we take whatever.
3: selfies together. I'm yeah, whatever. not jealous. Um, Don't be salty.
2: Two of the pictures were from before the podcast even existed. Yes,
0: the only ones of us were from before the podcast existed.
2: <laughs> yes, and th- it was funny because there was the picture of all three of us from... The same party where, where the picture of you and me laying on the, on the floor ground. laughing. Yeah, I love that. Which picture. I think is a great photo. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I love um, that there was another photo of all three of us where <laughs> she was pretending to give us hand jobs which <laughs>
1: remember was that. Weird. I don't
0: remember that, but I do. You probably do you remember there was
1: a whole joke?
2: I remember the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was She was crime. doing that joke. Uh, um, a joke, and I was like, I can't include that one. Um, sure, you can. <laughs> And then I looked for photos of you guys, which I c I couldn't find a single photo of just the two of you guys. Really? Which really? was weird. There's a lot you should I'm, look I'm at I'm our I'm Literally pictures. lying to you. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: okay,
1: <laughs> okay, I why? was like, second, We like, have, we are married. I got
0: really confused for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> our whoosh. That, that, that whooshed one. right
2: over your head.
3: I'm like, is I'm, that lo- a, is, I'm yeah. looking at
2: like twenty photos of you guys right now.
0: Yeah, it's a subreddit. And it's a um, joke on
1: We're Reddit. real cute.
2: Um But I was like, I, I found a picture of us from the Super Bowl last year when she had oh her selfie, God, stick. selfie stick. Oh my God, with a selfie stick. Which is your favorite. There was a picture that I was looking for when I did my 2018 collage, like year, and yeah. I couldn't find it. It was a selfie that we and took I last summer to and she ended up ju- sending it to me.
3: Oh, because um, I... she was
2: upset that she wasn't part of the collage. Was and I was, like, of I was like, I couldn't find this one specific photo I was looking for. Yeah. And then, was I part of the collage? No picture of us exists. I don't think we've ever taken a picture
0: besides that one of us laying on the ground.
2: Dwight and I, the only pictures of us that exist are like us in cast photos from The Odd Couple. Weird. Weird. There's a lot of pictures of you and Billy. There's pictures of us from the wedding, Um, like me dancing in the background at your (laughs) wedding. Um, But there's like no pictures of just me and Dwight. It, right. none exist That's
1: 2019 <laughs> uh no refunds goals well when we run well, our
2: when, 5k's yeah. when we run three 5k's together okay. we're gonna take selfies mm-hmm.
0: so speaking of 2019 do you guys have any actual goals for 2019 anything part of the podcast personal anything like that i know we're only um, we're like 13 days into january but still it's not a bad time to I talk can, about it
1: i can go yep um i you're talking about the website i want to post more stuff on the blog Oh, yeah. We haven't I done that forever. I want to post more. I've, I've only done one thing. Um, I've and, done zero. <laughs> that's okay. And I also want to edit more of the episodes. Oh, no, nice. You're I'm, more than welcome to. Yeah. No, it's just I, I have more time to do it, and I'm working on that skill set. Nice. So nice. I want to take more ownership of it a mm-hmm. little bit.
2: Build that skill set. Yeah. Cool. That way once once you're like perfect at it yeah. we can finally cut Dwight out of the podcast like we've always been talking I, I mean what
0: Tiffany's already talked about or Tiffany is going to do a, a second podcast now without us no. without either of us you just said that We
2: we can well, guest we can guest appear
1: It's yeah. in talks It's,
0: it's going to happen
2: Our
1: our agents We're, are talking <laughs> Here's
0: my real question where are you going to get all the equipment to do it
1: Um from the closet uh, in our house Ah that's all yeah.
0: mine I am um, just kidding uh, I No. Buy my I know this board is, is my soundboard. <laughs> But you only need this. For you can two borrow people. my soundboard. Okay, thank you. But you can't borrow my so, yeah. task cam because <laughs> I'm, I'm resenting this. I'm just kidding. I'm very excited to listen to it. Alex, do you have any um, goals or plans for the year? Um,
2: I I've always thought of like resolutions as kind of silly because in my head resolutions are always like those things that I want to do and then I never follow through <laughs> with. But we're here to hold you accountable, right? You're here to hold me accountable, but like I want to hold myself accountable. <laughs> I guess like my goal for this year is to just keep progressing as a person. Like, I feel like I've made a lot of progress as a person over the last year, and I don't want to stagnate the way that I had beforehand Mm -hmm. and get into that weird, like, place where you feel secure enough to just stagnate because I don't think that's good for anyone. Oh, I hate stagnation. Like, it's like always growing is kind of. Mm Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am a Tyrell, always, always growing, I think is that their house motto. Tyrells? It's Tyrells. Um, Tyrell. You're, you're probably right. Or I'm
1: looking no. it up. Tyrell.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Tyrell. Whatever. Weird. I went on a weird tangent. Very important. I just want to continue growing as a person. I, I feel like- Growing strong. Growing strong. That's what I said at the end. Um, sure. You can listen back to it, and and you can do that thing like when I Tiffany's editing this when one I probably. misquoted where where uh, my friend Aaron lived, and you played it back like four times. Uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said "Growing Strong" at the end. I did definitely didn't at the beginning. Whatever, regardless. Whatever. Whatever. I want to be a better person, continually. Nice. So that's my goal for the year, also my life in general. Cool.
1: That sounds like a good solid plan. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> I don't have any like. Way of doing it. I'm just gonna yeah,
0: make sense.
1: I also hate New Year's and also hate resolutions. I like the idea of making goals and making plans, but I don't.
0: Well, that's why I didn't call these resolutions. No, they I know, I know. But goals. it's New
1: Year's, so it's like that. You whatever. Yeah. I don't like New Year's. Ask me.
2: So. Ask me in June.
1: Yeah, what I feel
2: your better about is? I feel about better about making goals in June. In oh. June, I'm gonna ask you what your New Year's resolution is.
0: Okay.
1: Same because this friggin' seasonal depression shit is like, I'm feeling real low. You want some of my um. <laughs> My my meds. Yeah, sure. They'll no. probably make you feel better. No, this this time of you year. those out. I think <laughs> I think that's why I hate New Year's so much. Is because like by the time I get to this point in the year, or by the time I get to like the end of the year, it's cold, it's dark, and it's like New Year's comes, and I'm like I have no motivation to do anything differently or change. I just want to sleep and be grumpy at everything.
0: Yeah, the New Year's really doesn't start until, like, March.
1: It, that's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah. springtime for me is New Year's, and that's when I feel really, like, revitalized and motivated to do stuff. Like, right now, I don't feel like doing a goddamn thing. You
2: should just celebrate Chinese New Year. That happens In at, February, what, like, uh, mid-February, yeah. late February? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your birthday good. should be New Year.
1: That's kind of always how I've looked at it. <laughs> like, that's the start of my year is, like, my birthday. Like, mm-hmm. that year of life. So, it's, maybe that's a better way to... Cool. Ask me in February. Okay. okay.
0: And I don't have any. So moving on. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys weren't asking me, so I was like, uh, oh, whatever. Dwight, I what is
2: your New Year's resolution? I um, don't
0: have any. What are your goals for this there year? There we go, goals. Well, I got two, really. Uh, I think you should give up soda. I already have. <laughs> so one is to lose this giant... Uh, gut that I've talked about losing for like seventeen years at this point.
2: Remember uh, when trip. we started a fitness challenge?
0: I do, and remember when Brian talked about Pokemon in it today? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, that's one thing I've I've given up most sugars nice. uh, and soda in general. Um, and when I say most sugars, I mean like I'm not going to have like cookies, brownies, sweets in general. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to add sugar to things. But if like the salad dressing that I'm using happens to have five grams of sugar in it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about it um i've been tracking my calories and all that shit so hopefully that keeps on going 13 days so far i love it because it
1: makes it easier for me mm -hmm. it's like i will do that stuff on my own but it's not very much fun when i'm like dwight i had this many calories in this one and and when dwight's not doing it it's not fun right it's more of like i feel like i'm i feel like in a weird way i'm like being a burden to you and also when you're not doing it i'm also very easily swayed like hey you want to go get ice cream i'm like fuck yeah i do but mm-hmm. when we're both doing it like we both did it today we grab lunch at mm-hmm. burger king and we're like looking at the menu and like count and i'm like it just makes it so I much easier i literally had a burger but it makes <laughs> it so much easier to make those healthy choices or healthier choices right. when we're both doing it mm-hmm. and not saying like i'm giving i mean i had so many cheese and crackers so, and popcorn yeah, and I, did,
2: uh,
0: I had one piece of popcorn that fell on the
2: table I so you're saying i shit. shouldn't bring you like frederick's for your oh, birthday? See, i'm not
1: not no, eating she, that stuff i won't
0: eat it
2: see what you're she, saying i shouldn't bring you something for your
1: birthday
0: <sighs> when is my birthday april the 21st november 8th nope and yours nope 11th nope i know it's the 13th <laughs> nope
2: 15th
1: nope
0: is it an odd number
1: it's the t- <laughs> do you not know it
0: it's the 10th
1: <laughs> yeah the oh okay Wait, are you?
0: Is it an even number? Wait, Alex I is not my friend. Were
1: you being serious? We're not friends. I'm confused. I don't know. That was weird. Um, oh yeah, I'm still eating cupcakes, but it makes it a little bit easier to not do that. Like, if you're not eating that stuff, why am I going to come plop down on the couch next to you and eat a All cupcake? Right. And like, makes me feel bad about it not that i won't because like i have you know i ate not like you of, haven't i ate a bunch yeah. of m&ms and stuff but it makes me think about it like oh dwight's not doing this like i also want to kind of like not it, do this it's also
2: like because i kind of tried to do the same thing last year where i was just like i'm not gonna have soda or like yeah. most sugar mm-hmm. and the thing about habits I I just read this somewhere. Uh, is it, two it takes sixty six days to build a consistent habit. Really, it I thought can, it was a lot quicker it, than that. It takes eight days to um, start a routine. Oh, that's something But it and takes it twenty
1: one days to something. It takes sixty six days yeah. to
2: form a consistent habit. Oh. So that, that is to say, like, um, like walking on a treadmill. Yes, or. yes. Mm-hmm. Something that like, uh, no, I think walking on a treadmill would fall under routine. Okay. Because like, if if you're if you go to the gym every day, that's, that's that part then of your routine. becomes oh, okay. a routine. Like waking up on time is part of a routine, and
0: mm-hmm. um, but like biting your nails would be like a habit. That's
2: a habit. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, I'm trying to cut down on certain habits. Like drinking soda was a habit that I wanted to cut down, but it doesn't mean I'm cutting it completely out of my diet. Like, mm-hmm. I would like every. T- two or three weeks i'd be like you know what uh, like i'm out to dinner with my parents or something or, or out to dinner with you guys mm-hmm. i'm gonna grab a soda you tried to like, tonight like i don't do it frequently mm-hmm. like i i feel good about it because i'm i most days i'm not having soda but yeah. when i want to i can still be like recognize like oh i want that but i'm only gonna have it this once yeah so
0: I think right now, my only like real plan to break that is going to be on my birthday. Right. That's the only time that I'm going to like allow myself to kind of slip. And then we'll see if that allows me to um, just f- completely fall down that mountain. Yep. Yeah. No, um, but don't for, th- fall I know. Mountain. But I'm just saying, like, that's like my one like yeah. planned like cheat day for that in the year. Yep. Um, but I'm not like limiting myself. Like, I can still eat pizzas right, and right, shit right, like right. that, like gross things. But I can I, eat gross things. As long as I stay within my calorie limit.
1: But sometimes sometimes like if like people i think where where people fail is they try to cut out everything and they're like i'm only gonna eat salad i'm only gonna drink water Mm -hmm. and dwight i think you're doing a really smart thing and picking something isolating something that you're like okay i struggle with this sugar i'm gonna cut out soda and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna cut out this but i'm still gonna have pizza i'm still gonna have
0: carbs all day man Mm. yeah
1: you know what i mean and and kind of work on those things a little bit at a time. I think that's where people with habits kind of, yep. and New Year's resolutions, they try to do seven things yep. all at once, all on January 1st, and then they fail. So right. it's like you have to, I read a book last year or listened to a book, The Happiness Project, um, that I really loved, and she did 12 months of resolutions. So every month she had a different thing she was working on, whether it was like spending more time with their family or not Letting, you know, not arguing about stupid things and like every month just added a different goal for that month onto the other things that she was already doing. And by the end of the year, it was like you have 12 months of habits that are now ingrained in your right. system. So I think that's a better way to approach it is just cutting things out. This cat is crawling all over me right and it's now. it's adorable.
0: It's super adorable. No, no, I, no you're right. That yeah. makes a lot of sense.
1: So I really like that. I, I like and respect what you're doing. Well, thank you.
2: I don't like it, but I respect it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's fair, too. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to do I is... I like it. I, uh, I want to be a little bit more creative this year, mm. uh, just in general. You um, should
2: make another short film.
0: Yeah, I've thought about it. We should
2: make a short film. We should. I'll the write refunds.
0: it. Okay. A big writer?
2: No, okay. never written
0: anything in my life. We can write it together. That'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun to bounce ideas off people. I'm so I, excited. What, what, what I have started doing is, uh, in my car, I have a notebook with ideas that I've started filling out. Mm-hmm. Um, that type of stuff. And I want we Tiffany and I took literally took a, a photography course today, yeah. an introduction, yep. just uh, a quick breakdown course. That because uh, I took photography in college, but that's been ten years yeah. at this point. Oh my God, we're old. Yeah, we are. So um, I just. I, we got new cameras for Christmas. I want to like start doing f- photography stuff. Yep. I, I want to start doing being more creative in this type of an endeavor. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. So, those are my two goals. Nice. And I want to continue working on this bullshit podcast and stuff like that. It's the worst. I am really close to quitting. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I'm just, I'm it.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, okay you're so. You're going to perfect blue?
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm going to kill you and take your place. I'm going to be Dwight and Alex on the podcast. Okay, so um, that's the State of the Union uh, State podcast State thing. Of the union. Cool. Uh, Alex. No, it's Tiffany's turn.
3: <sighs>
1: what? No, I'm
0: just, I, I, I messed up. Tiffany. Yeah. What do you want to talk about?
1: I, sorry, I said that really loud. Yeah. I would like to <laughs> retract a statement or an opinion, rather, that I made um, I'm gonna preface this with, uh, I think all people make their opinions based on the information that they have at the time. Do you have any idea what this? is? No, be? I have no oh idea. God, this, is so, so, this, this is, is about so Tiffany
2: growing as a person.
0: Like, you this is so
1: excited. <laughs> like I'm sitting
2: here with like this look on my face, like she's about to say the most exciting uh, thing I'm not, ever. I'm not. I'm not. So excited. I'm not.
1: It's just. People make opinions or form their opinions based on the information that they have at the time, the things that are presented to them. Um, so I had information that was presented to me, and I did not like it. I thought it was stupid and sucky, and I hated it. And then now more information was presented to me, and I am back on board. Um, there was a new Captain Marvel trailer that came out. <laughs> and I actually enjoyed it i laughed i thought it looked fun
0: it was a fun trailer. it was
1: a fun trailer so i think as people as humans you again you make your opinions based on what you know at the time the information that you have in front of you and you are allowed and some people will disagree with this but you are allowed to change your mind update your opinion and that's okay and anybody who says you can't do that is a fucking loser so yeah i don't
0: you're going to be a good mom.
2: That just make, I'm going to be great. That just makes me think of what happened with Kevin Hart and the Oscars.
0: <laughs> oh, because he had made tweets. Because he and... made
2: uh, really old tweets. And he was like, I'm a different person now. The, like Those don't represent yep.
1: me. And well,
2: it's James Gunn, too.
1: It's all of it. And I think that there's this... this, And that's kind of why I'm saying these things. Is I think there's this really weird thing that's happening right now where people are being like, oh, you can't like a James Gunn movie because he said these things or made these movies, and you can't like Kevin Hart because he said homophobic things. People grow, and people change, and right. people evolve, and that's what being a fucking human is about. Yep. This is a little bit on a you know less grand scale. It's me coming around on a movie. Right. But it's the same concept. I'm allowed to go, hey, I have different thoughts now than I originally did. Right. So the new trailer came out. It actually looks great. I'm really upset that this was not the first trailer that came out. The music was better. It was cut better. Brie Larson had more personality. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some jo- like it was. There were jokes. It was just a better cut trailer that yep. I think gives the audience a better idea of what this movie is going to be.
0: It felt more representational yeah. of of what yeah. I think we're going to see in the That's exa- movie. Yeah.
1: Yes. Where I that think I think Marvel and Disney kind of dropped the ball in the marketing for this because instead of telling us what this movie was about, they kind of focused on the fact that. She's female. She's a woman and oh my god. And I and I've I'm still... Is that enough?
0: Shouldn't it, like that's like Whoa. And no, I no, no, no. no I'm, I'm being serious. That's like the discourse that I've heard is like mm-hmm. people have been wanting a female-led yeah. Marvel movie for yep. so long. Mm-hmm. And this is finally like Marvel being like, here you go. Yep. And it's not it wasn't satisfying and, to me. And
1: honestly, yeah. I mean, I know there were people that liked it, but there was there was so much backlash that I saw on internet comments and posts and And of the trailer from, you know, from Disney, from on Instagram, from other things, um, that that's what leads me to to think that Marvel dropped the ball with their first couple trailers is that people were not happy with it. People were like, this is really boring. This is not, this doesn't look new and exciting and fresh. This just looks like we've kind of stepped backwards. So I'm hoping that this new trailer was kind of a, uh like a you know a a response to that maybe i don't know um but yeah so i'm i'm back on board i'm giving it a shot and uh yeah that's my statement i'd like to retract
0: i'm glad i'm I'm glad that you were able to that's nice we what did it live up to your expectations alex the statement
2: um yes (laughs)
0: What did you think she was going to talk about? It VR? was exactly what I thought
2: she was yeah. going to talk about. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so, nice. but but the, the the way that she started that <laughs> conversation, it sounded like I was like, it, it was Is like it not going to be about. Captain Marvel because this sounds really serious well I think well because
1: I think the internet for me the internet and in that type of culture in general it's like you're not allowed to change your mind right. once you say something it's there it's written in stone and you're not allowed to change your mind and people will like friggin crucify you for that like well you said this five years ago or you know for me oh well months ago when this trailer came out you said this and it's like yeah I know motherfucker like I'm allowed to change my mind so I'm just yep. sorry if I'm swearing and and kind of you know no, you're, you're okay. making pretend pre- responding to non-existent outrage towards me but I just I, feel
2: everyone was so angry at you people were like <laughs> saying that we should kick you're, you off the podcast You're not you're
0: not wrong. <laughs> I I heard people say things along the lines of like oh that's too bad that Tiffany doesn't like this like it, w- it oh, was like they yeah. took it very personally that she did not like the mis- Captain Marvel friend, stuff.
2: Uh, like there was a um, somebody Shared the trailer with there you on a few Facebook people or that something, did. and then there was a huge yeah. like thread of yeah. comments th- where everyone was like, "Oh, oh no, like t- t- Tiffany doesn't like it." Like everyone was so uh, upset that Tiffany didn't like it. Yeah, but I think they were upset for, for you, me. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. upset that you didn't like it. Yeah. They were just like, "Oh man, it sucks that mm-hmm. something you love so much." isn't living up to your expectations but
1: then you have to go and explain it and then people are like well i don't understand why you don't like it and it's like oh now
2: now you're just being nitpicky you know what i mean
1: and i hate that type of stuff like i it's just like my thought and i kind of talked about this earlier at dinner like i'm allowed to like things without being an expert you're allowed to you know say things and then you know change your mind so fight me fight me okay let's
2: let's go back and fight
0: (laughs) Oh, are we? <laughs> when you're a something. You're a something, and I've never heard that shark song. And jets. Speaking of jet, um, <laughs> so Alex, yes, you had some other stuff that you wanted to talk about. I believe. I believe you've been reading.
2: No, that's not what I wanted to talk about next. Oh, but you motherfucker! You know what? Let's talk about that. Are you sure? know what? what did you want to talk about? I want to the talk globs. about the the Golden Globes. Oh, right, the, so the Globes. Let's talk about the Globes. Your memory is <laughs> new year, shot. new me. <laughs> um. So no no no. We're gonna talk about the book. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Just, just to, to follow your segue. It was a bad one. So for Christmas this year, I got a book called Big Damn Hero. <gasps> is that about Firefly? It is the first in a series of officially licensed canon Firefly books. Oh. So they are um I can't remember the writer's name. It's a it's a guy who has been writing Angel and Buffy novels for a while. Um, so, he's well known in the Whedonverse at this point. Um, Joss Whedon was a, an editor on the book. He's, yeah. So, it's a it's an officially licensed canon novel that is a continuation of the Firefly series. So, anybody who doesn't know, let's see. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm taking a Judd's... Judd's point to heart. Firefly was a 2001, I believe, television show on Fox that was um, created by Joss Whedon, starring Nathan Fillion and a lot of other people. Um, And it was about this space crew that flies a Firefly class ship called Serenity and their, you know, escapades as smugglers. It's known as like a space western um it was canceled after one season which was tragic way through the season it, it was, didn't even finish yes. the season yeah. it didn't finish airing the season but yeah. they they made every episode um, i thought no i thought what?
0: they could
3: Did no. they no I, they I made
2: was... 14 episodes they didn't air all 14 on tv oh they...
0: i was under the impression that it, it, so it never got picked up for a back nine right so to uh, me that means oh, it was okay. canceled like yeah, mid-season. Yeah, yeah. mid-season
2: it was it was canceled before they even aired all the episodes yes. they made um because and they aired them all out of order, yep, which is why yeah. people suspect that it was. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, in 2007, I believe they made a movie called *Serenity*. Um, Nancy Holder is the name of the now, author. That was the um, that's big the, damn hero. The novels are named *Big Damn Hero*. Na- Nancy uh, Holder. Um, if you let me finish, wrote yeah, the wrote the wrote the story. She didn't write the book. James Lovegrove. James Lovegrove. Okay, because according to Wikipedia,
0: yeah. Nancy Holder is. The author of Big Damn Hero and James Lovegrove is the author of Magnificent Nine. James is Lovegrove the
2: is the the author of Magnificent Nine. He authored both of them. Uh, Nancy Holder did the like concept for it. So okay. she, she wrote the draft, as you would say, of like the plot. And then Lovegrove came in and did the actual writing. Okay. So like, on the cover of the book, it says Lovegrove. And then her name in smaller letters. And then Story by or whatever. Joss Whedon. Or editor Joss yeah. Whedon. Um, so... Um, As anyone who knows me will know, I friggin' love Firefly. I absolutely, it is period my favorite TV show. Mm -hmm. Period after the... It is my favorite TV show, period, no qualifiers. Period, it is my favorite TV show, period. There's periods on both sides. Yeah, that's how serious I am. It's like a Spanish sentence. (laughs)
1: Um, Upside down exclamation mark.
2: I have loved it ever since I saw it. I didn't see it until probably like 2003 Um, i saw
0: my freshman year of college
2: i i want to say it was my eighth and when i was in eighth grade so 2003 um
0: brian introduced me to it
2: yeah not surprised my brother introduced me to it Um, i watched
1: serenity first and hated it
2: wow i
0: I watched serenity first and loved it
1: wow i watched the show first and loved it but then watched the show did you watch and then watched serenity a second time and sobbed (laughs) did you watch
2: the movie in theaters I did see the movie in theaters. That's awesome. Oh, that's um, so cool. I saw it this I, I believe it was the same year that Hot Fuzz came out cuz I I went to see both with my brother. It was 2005. 2005? I, I think it was I think the movie was 2005. Okay, then then maybe might be wrong. Maybe I didn't see It was see definitely
0: it not cuz it was I saw it freshman year of college and that was 2005 to 2006 okay. and the movie was definitely already out.
2: Okay. Um So, okay. Back to the book. This is why we don't <laughs> explain things because we get off on way Red tangent. T- <laughs> 2005. Okay. So, um. And
0: the show was 2002?
2: Yes. Uh, 2002, 2002. 2003. Okay, okay. Um, so all of my years were off. This is my favorite show and I don't know everything about <laughs> it. Um, that
1: can't be your favorite show because you don't know everything about gatekeeping. it. Gatekeeping.
2: <laughs> I liked that. She did that intentionally. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, not spotty. actually gatekeeping. I'm not actually gatekeeping. Um, so, uh, I got this novel for Christmas from my loving sister. who who i love dearly it it came out in like october and she got it for me for christmas so uh, the moment i opened it i'm like i need to read this so i started reading it and it's uh, the story i i can't really go into the story because
0: okay uh, i have some questions for
2: you because i I don't know how to do it without spoiling it No, no no i think i can do it so the plot of it is um Mal and the crew, Malcolm Reynolds is um, Nathan Fillion's character, who is the captain. Um, Malcolm Reynolds and his crew are on a planet called Persephone, which we know from the show, and they are refueling and getting one of their shuttles fixed, and they're there to get more jobs. So they go see Badger, another mm-hmm. character from the show.
0: So this is pre-movie.
2: You see, you see, <laughs> this, this is, is cool. pre-movie. That answers that question. This is pre-movie. Um, all the characters are in it. All the crew members are in the book. Um so they go to see Badger. Badger gives them some cargo to move. And then Mal is like, oh, I need to go see one other guy to get another job. Because they're really desperate for jobs. And when he goes to see this guy for the job, I don't think it's a spoiler. It's like three chapters in. He, he gets taken. He gets kidnapped. So <gasps> Does Mal, he have a special set of skills? So Mal is gone for most of the book.
0: That's bold.
2: Um, you, you get to see Mal's point of view... For like a good amount, there there is a big portion where there's no Malcolm Reynolds because it's like he's been captured by Niska. Because yeah. it's not it's not Niska, it's not, but, it's, but it's it's the like- same like it's the same concept mm-hmm. like when um, Wash and Malcolm Reynolds uh, are taken by Frederick Niska or whatever his first name is. I, I just say Frederick because of, <laughs> Nietzsche. of Hollywood is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So, um, that's the that's the plot, and okay. then like you know. Zoe and Jane are trying to find them, and books trying to find them, and Anara's helping. Like everyone's part of it. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, I I loved this book. Like mm. it, it felt like a Firefly episode for me. It almost felt like a, another Firefly movie, actually, because it was really long, big. long form, big. There's a lot going on. Every time, the thing that really got me was every time I was reading dialogue, it. felt felt like mm. the character like mm. every time someone said something i wasn't like okay that doesn't seem right or, or something like that like um sometimes i felt like that when i was reading like, the cursed child because it felt like fan fiction it felt like people doing things that were out of character mm-hmm. like hermione yeah. and ron showed up and i was like they, they don't seem like hermione and ron. but this just felt like firefly and yeah. i was i was so enthralled and like absolutely in it i read it in a couple days i nice. like i blew through it i'm so excited magnificent 9 comes out in march mm-hmm. and i'm so excited they have they have two books that they already have release dates for two more come out this year uh, magnificent 9 and something else i can't remember the name That's of it cool. and uh, like i'm just generations generations i'm so excited for more because this is kind of what we've always wanted, you know. Fans of the show have always wanted a reboot or like continuation.
1: Well, well, what about the
3: comic? That's what I was well, just the, about yeah. to bring it's up. The, the, comic. The,
0: the comic is in continuity yes. and it yes. takes place after the movie. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Well, there, there's, okay. There's, okay. There's, there's one comic that's a that ends with the first scene of the movie like it literally leads into it that one's called Those Left Behind and then there's been um, The Legacy series Yeah well there's been like three or four there was a Dark Horse series which is what this is Uh, and there was I think four trades of that and currently there is a ongoing series that just started last like last month um, which I believe is still going forward because like they've been a lot has yep. happened. Yep, a lot. The that's th-
2: really cool. The stuff that has gone on in the comics is cool. Um, but like one of the things I really like about this is that it takes place during the show. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Neat. yeah. And I and I like that they're just kind of like filling things in. Well, there
0: was a gap between the last episode and when the movie starts, yep. and even the, a gap between the last episode and the movie comic yep. starts so it's cool that they were able to fill that because I want to say it was like eight months or something yep. like that so it's nice that mm-hmm. we're getting those extra seasons yep. quote unquote yep. of, of the yeah. film or it's, the
2: thing it's really cool
1: I love it. I wouldn't
0: be surprised if they did something like, um, I know the comics did do a book backstory, but I haven't read it. But from what I understand, it's incredibly disappointing and lackluster. Oh, wow. Like, you don't really even find out any of, like, it was supposed to answer all books' big questions, and it didn't. Oh. So, I would love to see them maybe do, like, prequel books about, like, the individual characters Mm -hmm. or, like, backstories that we don't know. Kind of like what
2: they did with Watchmen. Yes. Yeah. The the Watchmen prequel series. Exactly. Yep.
0: And there's a, a Watchmen sequel series coming
2: out. No, no, no. The there's TV, TV, show, show. The TV yeah. show is the prequel. Oh, I thought it was they're, a sequel. They're adapting the the, the comics on... Um, Before Watchmen. Before Watchmen. Oh, I thought it was a sequel. Because I just oh, cool. randomly... Oh, I, I forget what we were... I thought it we was were... a prequel. It was during the Golden Globes. Yes. You saw it during the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, that I was saw the first that, time I've ever heard of it. But I yeah. saw
1: it another time too and I go, is this a Watchmen TV show? Yes.
2: That's um, real cool. I thought it was an adaptation of the Before Watchmen comics. I could I, be wrong. I've been wrong several times on this podcast. Yeah. Like in this episode, in this segment, <laughs> yeah, in this <laughs> segment specifically. So, I Watchmen,
0: p- upcoming, um based on the da, 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 Watchmen is set in an alternate. Embraces this doesn't tell me. Okay. This doesn't tell me a thing.
2: Okay. Are you on Wikipedia?
0: Yes.
1: It's secret.
0: Um, da, 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 not a direct adaptation of the source material. Or a sequel to it either, but instead would depict a new original story. Oh, oh! So, so it's neither. So it's just
2: a reimagining.
1: Re-imagine okay, with um, the same characters, which is cool. I'm cool with that. But yeah, I like Watchmen.
2: So, if you like Firefly, I highly recommend you read mm. Big Damn Hero. It 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 is a lot of fun, um, and it's a really easy read. It it flew by for me. I probably would nice. like that because I like
1: yeah. that type of stuff. So.
2: I'll have to look into it. Um that sounds awesome. Yeah. I love Firefly as well.
0: Same. I have I've I let my uh following of the comics lapse. That's something I if I got back into that into a book, I guarantee you I'd start reading the comics yep. again. So that sounds awesome. I love that universe. I would love to yep. see more of it.
1: I a hundred percent agree with that. It makes me want to watch the show again. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's been like a while.
0: Two dollars on Blu ray right now.
2: It's that's one hundred percent what it like I finished yeah. the book and I'm like, I need to rewatch Firefly and I have the Blu rays and I'm just like yeah I'm, I'm gonna do it soon at yeah.
1: one point we had like three copies of it in the house yeah because because we each bought a copy before we were
0: living together we're living i together. bought one tiffany bought one and then when brian moved in with us he had one so yep. we had three fireflies on the shelf like four serenities like yeah. it was insane <laughs> yeah
2: um i i have the dvd copy and the blu-ray copy of the show and now the book all the comics nice. like That's so i just cool. i just Man, I love Firefly. It's so it's good. Just, it's so good. It's such a great
1: world, and oh, man, it makes nice. me so sad that it just. But I like that, that it's still, it still exists. There was enough fan love yep. for it that it was able to continue it, in some well, Firefly way. Firefly is
0: the impossible show because yeah. it got a movie, a yep. canceled TV show, got a, a, a feature length yeah. in movie. the early
1: two thousands. Like that's yeah. even like I feel like that would be something more that would happen today. It has happened with
2: Veronica Mars
0: and Psych.
2: Veronica Mars and Psych. Psych is making more movies. Cool. Um, But like a lot of things, given how like prevalent social media Mm -hmm. is now, fan culture, it's it's so much easier. To have like you know Netflix pick up Arrested Development, and yes. make more seasons. Brooklyn
1: Nine Nine came Brooke- was it picked hopped. up by a different network Bro- because of the fan yeah,
2: backlash. Maybe right, back to ABC, yeah, or yep. NBC. And yeah, um, the same yeah. thing happened with The Expanse. I think it was picked up by yeah. Amazon. Same thing with
0: like Last Man Standing is yep. another one. Like yep. these thi- like like the backlash is causing a lot of shows to be resurrected. Which I is know.
1: a really interesting time to be alive because it feels like as a fan you have a lot of say in yep. what happens with your media which is great but then there are other times where it's not great it's probably
2: terrifying for content creators yeah
1: yeah
3: exactly
2: we're at a point where it's great for fans terrible for for content i agree like
0: um, the ending of mass effect 3 is like my go-to example of um like the the writers of mass effect 3 wrote the end of their big magnum opus they were how Mm -hmm. they wanted opus, opus 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 mr holland's opus uh how they wanted it to end and the internet hated it like at least a vocal minority yep. hated it to the point where, like, they pressured Bioware into releasing a changed yep. ending. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I understand as a fan, you feel cheated or like mm-hmm. uh, disappointed in your media, but that was not the story that the creator set out to tell. Yeah. So fuck you. You don't get a say yeah. in the Star ending. Star Wars it's, is like that, too. Yeah, The New Last Jedi. Star Wars is um, definitely
1: like that.
2: There's a quote that I really love from um, one of my favorite artists. Artists, not as in painting, but yes. music artists. Um, Thomas Bangalter, who's one of one of the half of Daft Punk. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, and he is he Daft or Punk? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's the one that wears the silver head. Is oh, he up okay. all night to get lucky? Yes. Got it. Um, and he said in an interview back in like the early two thousands, he said, he said, <laughs> I'm gonna misquote it because I don't remember the exact quote, but I like the point of it. Yeah. He said. I want people to love or hate my music. I don't want anyone to feel neutral, mm-hmm. and like that's that's his feeling about every single piece of mm-hmm. music that he puts out. He doesn't care if someone comes up to him and goes, "I hated this album," because he likes that it made them feel something. That makes sense. And, that's something and, extreme too. And and I like I can't imagine. If somebody was like, "I hate what you made," I'd be like, "Okay, it, like clearly it wasn't for you." Yeah, I wouldn't go back and change it. Like that's
0: yeah, Daft the, Punk would never go re-record an album right. because a, a lot of the internet said they hated it. Right,
2: yeah. it, it's just yeah. like. I can't imagine how much vitriol BioWare had to go through to to be like, okay, I guess we'll fix it or quote unquote fix yeah. it. Art is
0: interesting because I, I think in general it's a reflection of who you are at the point in time when you created it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like it, and you obviously can change as a person or change your yeah. mind, but yeah. like that is it's a very deeply personal, a very deeply like you mm-hmm. thing. Uh, maybe a video game is a little bit different because there's so many people working on it same thing with like a movie but there's still
1: a story involved and it's still a story and it's still Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: it's weird yeah i I don't think that i don't like it when artists or people are bullied into responding or changing stuff uh season two of stranger things is a perfect example of this because of the whole like barb stuff Mm -hmm. and the duffer brothers got so much just crap on that that From what I understand, this might be wrong, but from what I understand, they completely rewrote Nancy and Jonathan's storyline yep. for that season to specifically have her like questioning Barb and do all that stuff. Yep. And that was the worst and part the outside weakest of the 11 plot. episode. It was the worst the episode. episode. It was yeah. the worst plot line yeah. of the whole series. I agree, I a great season. Um, and it dragged everything down. And it made
1: the entire for me, it made the entire season 2 of that show suffer. And well, I did not enjoy yeah. it. Like Exactly. Like I,
2: I hate a lot of things. I mean, we, we all know that. Anybody that listens to you, this really? podcast knows that. I hate a lot of things, but I I would never be like, this person needs to make this movie again the way I want it. For me. Yeah, yeah for me. They need to make it specifically for me.
0: I was offended by like, something that everything
2: needs to change. Just like- because I hated the Happy Time Murders, for example. I was in a theater filled with people that were laughing their asses off. So clearly people got enjoyment from it i feel that way about ted and and that's nice but i thought it was shit so Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying the movie needs to be redone i can point out flaws in it but uh, like i can't understand like i didn't love the last jedi but i don't understand people Mm. being like this needs to be taken out of the canon and remade and i'm just like are you fucking insane Yeah.
0: yeah like
3: Wow yeah, it just... happened? A
0: a filmmaker made yeah. something. Yep. An artist made something. Chill out. What were you gonna say, Tiffany? About Ted?
1: Um. No. You're. I. That's the feeling I have about Ted and Ted too. Like, oh, Ted's so funny. Like with um um Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg and Seth MacFarlane. And I'm like, people fucking love those movies. And I'm like, nope, nope, not for me. <laughs> pass. Pass. Hard but people pass. love him. Hard pass. People love him. And I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. Cool.
0: <sighs> good stuff. So um, going, this is... Were back, we talking about
1: Firefly? I'm like, back, what were we talking back, about? Backtracking. <laughs> it's
3: okay. yes, Firefly. Okay.
0: backtracking to a wonderfully built world, a, a beautiful uh, story, and um, <gasps> characters that are rich and fulfilling. Tiffany, you've been watching something that is very along the same lines as Firefly. However, it actually finished.
1: I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Hey, Alex, do you want to leave the room? <laughs> Tiffany, are about to gush. I am I'm going to go pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am
1: about to gush about a show that I've never watched Dwight's watching it for the second time. I am watching for the first time in my adult life ever, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. And it is one of the most incredible viewing experiences I have had in such a long time. Other than like Gravity Falls, but I love this even more than Gravity Falls. This is better than Gravity Falls. This is like, I don't even know where to start you might want to start cause this is your second viewing kind okay. of explaining maybe a little bit about it. Cause
0: so for some backstory, yeah. avatar, the last airbender is a, I believe it's 2003. It's either 2003 or this, 2004. We looked this up cause um, we
1: were like seniors or had just graduated high school. So we yeah. were older.
0: Avatar. The last airbender is a 2005, um, yep, so Nickelodeon we animated series. Uh, it aired from 2005, 2008. Uh, it is a animated show about, um, this alternate world, uh, Where the year, the four elements reign supreme. So you have these four nations. Each one is controlled by an element. You have the fire nation, water, air, and earth. And each of these nations can, uh, have people inside of them called benders who are masters of the elements. And there's one person who's born every generation called the avatar. And the avatar is the master of all oh. four elements. And he's he or she is kind of like the uh, ambassador and like the guardian of peace and justice and, and life for the world. Yeah. Um, they are like a symbol of the unity of all four of the elements, and at the beginning of this episode. This isn't spoilers at all. It's literally the opening of the show. A um, hundred years ago, the Fire Nation um, attacked the the remaining nations, mm-hmm. and uh, they basically started a hundred year long war where they're trying to take over the world. Uh, and the Avatar disappeared, so nobody's seen the Avatar for a hundred years. But uh, it's the Avatar has been reincarnated in the form of a twelve-year-old boy named Aang, who uh, is found by two uh, Water Tribe members, uh, Katara and Sokka, and they, along with Aang, go on a journey to have Aang master the four elements and bring an end to the war.
1: That's a great summary. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank
0: you. We're taking Jud's uh, request. I love it.
1: No, I think it's really great because I don't know. I mean. This is not something I've ever watched, and I would have never known what it was about. So
0: why do you like this show so much when it's something that's completely out of your wheelhouse? It's literally like animation with action and like it's about children, and it's really, you can tell that it's originally marketed towards mm-hmm. eight to 13year- old boys. Like why is this well, something that you're liking to? So,
1: so I originally, obviously it came out when I was 18, so I'm not into that stuff. And obviously, it's like anime light. And I'm not a big anime fan. I know you have like Dragon Ball Z and all that stuff. I'm not a... F- that's not entirely for me. There are some things I'm interested in, but that's not entirely for me. Um, this is actually the, s- the second time that we've restarted it. Because we started it once.
0: Yeah, last New Year's, like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, we started watching it, I believe, on New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah, and I was drunk, so that's the thing. But, but it just... The first few episodes are kind of, they're fine, but the show, because it's made for kids, the story moves along really quickly. It doesn't draw things out, but at the same time, it's really, really well written. There's a lot of things that are very on the nose, like in lesson, you know, lesson and moral wise, but the characters... I mean, I'm laughing out loud at things. I'm mad at characters. Like, it's it, for a kid's show and for something that clips along really quickly, it's really, really well developed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like it because it's it's not so dense. And I enjoy things like Game of Thrones and other shows like that that I can't think of right now. But shows that are very dramatic and very tense and very deep. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about Something that's has themes that are just as deep in in things that are just as meaningful, but in in a lighter, easier to digest format, yeah. if that makes sense. No, oh, that makes perfect sense.
0: the The show deals with like such heavy mm-hmm. topics as like betrayal, love, war. Like there's a whole death. bunch of war, death. Um, and, and this is a kids' show, and yeah. but it's handled really, really appropriately mm-hmm. and you get really invested in all the characters. One of my favorite things about the show is it'll introduce like some a one-off character mm-hmm. in the first season and then that character comes back for a 3 to 4 episode arc in the second season and like the the amount of world building and setup yeah. that they yeah. that they do in here all pays off at the end. It, most of it pays off at the end. <laughs> um, even things that you don't think are going to pay off get like a one-line throwaway joke towards the end. It's yeah, yeah. it's really funny. It's we're watching it on the blu-ray the yeah, first time i beautiful. watched this it was streaming on netflix because mm-hmm. uh, this was back when it was on netflix yeah and now we're watching the blu-ray and the animation is fucking gorgeous it looks so good the rem- the, the remastered mm-hmm. version is phenomenal um the characters are hysterical and heartbreaking at the oh same time God. um the the villains uh are all really well fleshed out and believable motivations. oh, except for Azula. Ooh. I know, you just hate Azula. Azula's just Ooh. a total bitch.
1: She's just a total terrible person and has no redeeming qualities. Where, like, I look at Zuko, the other kind of bad guy, I guess. Season one's te- villain. You know, bad teenage emo kid. But, like. Played
0: expertly by Dante Bosco. Ugh. Rufi.
1: Oh. <laughs> but, like, he's a character that. I started out hating cuz he's the bad guy mm-hmm. and then you learn more about him and you're like, "Oh my god." And then you kind of he kind of grows on you and then you fucking turn on him again and you're mad at him because he does something stupid. It's just like it's such a roller coaster of things yeah. in a kids' show.
0: I've been really enjoying watching this through your eyes mm-hmm. because I know what's going to happen. And I know the episodes that are the tearjerkers. I know the episodes that are the big emotional literally, gut punches. Literally
1: and, the episode we watched a few last week, you and I, like, I I, I was crying. And then, like, literally like, you were like, that gets me every time. That gets yeah, me. And I'm like, brutal. oh. It's
3: brutal. It's really like, rough.
1: Knowing how the Avatar works and knowing that there's another show after this. Yeah, Korra it's like this is going to be sad and it's going to probably break me yeah like, tiffany
0: tiffany uh knows that ang is going to die at the end of this he movie, has to because
1: he has to like that's something that's like not even a spoiler there's literally another show like
0: about the avatar and the way the avatar cycle works is the previous avatar has to die
1: has to die um yeah go i didn't know that yeah
0: spoiler spoiler if you watch the show it's what because like there's a point where yeah. ang starts talking to his past lives and you see like just this line of like hundred, hundreds like, it, it goes off into the into the horizon you can't see the well, end of it uh, avatar I, line
2: i didn't know that cora was an avatar oh yeah she is oh i thought she was just an airbender no she's a waterbender, waterbender. So, oh i just i didn't know ang oh ang dies
0: he has to die I'm, for korra be... i'm not to be, watching the show he has to die for korra <laughs> to be the next avatar never watching the show oh
1: and the other thing too is like we're talking about characters is that the characters and it's like some like we're at we're in season 3 right now we haven't quite finished but it's like i'm thinking about it like some of these characters now like katara katara starts out and she's a waterbender and you know mm. she's like kind of learning things and all of a sudden now in season 3 i'm like she has grown so much yep. in her water bending, in her just leadership, mm-hmm. in just things like that. Her There's relationships whole, with relationships all of everybody. With everybody. Else. It's just like it's really interesting. Like even someone like Sokka at the beginning, who's my favorite character because he's just hilarious. He's the sarcastic meat guy. <laughs> um, but even someone like him, who starts out as the funny guy, and he's you know the only one that doesn't have a bending skill. And he can't bend. He can't bend. Um, he's. At this point now where he has taken on such a a leadership role where he was kind of like, he was kind of the joke character.
0: He was the jokey, complainy guy who was like, why can't we get where we need to be? Yeah, kind
1: of like a sidekick character. And he's kind of taken on this leadership role in a way. And, And just watching Aang kind of work through some of his stuff as well and knowing that as the Avatar, there are certain things that he's going to have to give up or, he, you know what I mean? It's like that balance he's
0: expected to do. And he, it's all about like, th- and he's the, a kid.
1: He's a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know he's the avatar, but he's a kid. He's, yep. you know, in love with Katara. And it's like, Spoilers. clearly, okay, not a spoiler. I, Cause it's like, <laughs> that's like episode one. You can, you can literally
2: spoil anything. But that's like me. episode like, one, but like knowing,
1: but, okay. but him knowing as a 12, 13 year old boy that like, he can never have those things. Mm-hmm. Because he has a greater duty, and like,
0: and, and his backstory is so perfectly <laughs> delivered. When you see like his flashes in the uh, past and why he's made the decisions that he has, and yeah. why he's now hundred years in the future yep. type of thing. Yeah. And-,
1: and even someone like Zuko, it's like he's doing all of this stuff for like family honor, but then realizing like maybe that your family, your blood family, maybe isn't. You're re- you know what I mean? But like then you got Iroh. But then you got This is his
0: blood family, <sighs> and Iroh's amazing. I know. It's just
1: like there are so many things and so Iroh's many... Iroh's his uncle yeah. who
0: takes him... Like who starts like teaching zuko like cause zuko's in exile uh, at the beginning of the show and um, yeah i remember iroh was with him and yep. he's the one who's kind of like teaching zuko at this point because um zuko's father is the fire lord and iroh is a disgraced former general who, is he the old guy yeah, yes. he's the old okay guy. Yeah, yeah yeah. i've he, watched three episodes of the show yeah. so he, he's voiced by mako uh, uh. and it's amazing yep. and unfortunately Mako passed away between seasons 3 and 4 or sorry 2 and 3 so it's like a different voice actor in the last season and it's like just a little bit weird
1: (sighs) there are just so many things about this show that after I watch an episode that I like think about after for yeah. Hours and I'm like like literally we went to bed last night last week. We weren't going to bed and I'm like, I'm so mad at Zuko. Why is he <laughs> being like this? I don't understand. And I'm like, it's a cartoon and it's just resonated with me yeah. in um or like the the episode of where they go to the North Pole. Yep. And, and in, that guy won't teach in the North Pole, the master's like, he won't train Katara because she's a woman. And in, in the North Pole, women don't bend. And it's like and oh, they're healers. They're healers, which is and like she's like no when she like stands up for herself and there's just so many. It,
0: the the themes are really good, especially for a younger audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really really like the messaging is always really good, and it's not one of those types of like kids shows that talks down to the audience it in any way. It really
3: the, doesn't.
0: The most shorthand it uses is like it'll have someone be like, "I feel bad." Like someone like states their feelings, mm-hmm. and according to Futurama, you don't just have your characters say how they feel. That makes me feel angry. Right. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it's like, but it, they use that type of shorthand and. And it's it's fine and very forgivable because um, the situations and the characters are so good. It's in the my favorite part. One of my favorite parts about it is the creative way they use their powers. Yes. it's not just like. Oh, I can! I, I, as on. an earthbender, I kick up a rock and I shoot it at you. Like the lame earthbenders do that, but then like there's you an earthbender Toph. named Toph who later joins Team Avatar, and the way that she does earthbending is like she creates like these amazing like rock slides. She like has things like jut out and well, shoot out of the ground. She's and, blind, and she's blind. She's oh, blind. She's so cool. She's
1: blind, and she sees with her feet.
0: Yeah it's so cool cuz she sees to basically through echolocation, echolocation of the ground and there's a point where they go to a desert and she's like i can't see anything here
2: i can't see
1: shit yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah ha, ha ha it's a good movie <laughs> and they're they're always making blind jokes it's really which funny. is she's which making blind which jokes. is
1: really cool too. i mean I don't want to be like an SJW type person, but like just to have a character in a show that has a disability.
0: Well, they had the wheelchair kid as well. There was the um in when they went um, to the uh the north southeastern air the temple. air temple that was. I can't remember which yep, one they he went to. They go to all the wh- air was, temples.
1: Yeah, and his dad created a way for him to fly. Yeah, it's but cool like, to it's have neat, that sort
2: of representation.
0: But yeah. it's
1: not in your face, except for the blind thing. They're kind of they well, joke but she's about. She's a main
2: main
0: character. But she's a main
1: main character, but like it's never like. I don't know. It's. I think it's really cool to have that stuff included. Yeah, you know, that is in, in kind of a cool way. I was gonna say something else about Avatar and you. I was powers. talking about the bending
0: and how they they use their powers. Oh. Appa and Momo. Appa,
1: Appa <laughs> is what I wanted to talk about too. Just there are certain episodes like it's a whole. You were saying a lot of the episodes are... At the beginning, we talked about this at dinner, are very episodic. Yep. And then once you get into season two, everything, it starts to kind of be more... The
0: end of season one does it. Yeah.
1: More adventure kind of thing. But then you have these episodes like... There's an episode where Appa, the big sky bison, he gets kidnapped he gets stolen yeah
0: like halfway through season spoiler alert halfway through season two Appa is removed so he's like their main mode of transportation and so he's he gets uh, kidnapped and now they have to figure out a way to get around without Appa but then like but then five there's episodes like, later, but then
1: there's just an episode about what happened to him and it's yep. not not that it's not part of the story but it's like a little side like what really did happen to him and it's so fucking sad it's so <laughs> awful <laughs> It almost broke. That one almost broke me too.
0: While we're talking about the animals, every single animal in this show is uh, an amalgamation of two animals. Yes. Um, okay. uh, the, their main uh, lemur friend, uh, mm-hmm. his name's Momo. Momo. Uh, Momo is a, a lemur and a bat. And there's always like platypus bears. There's and
3: vulture bees.
0: Vulture bees. It's like every single animal is like a, a mashup of what two. What was
1: the, the saber-tooth moose?
0: Yeah, saber-tooth moose. That that was one. Uh, the that turtle- thing was scary. turtle duck? turtle ducks there's a bunch of turtle ducks uh it's adorable it's really funny
1: um badger moles
0: badger moles are the original earthbenders but then there's a point where um (laughs) where they're talking about like they're going to a party and the party is for uh the king's bear and they're like oh you mean a platypus bear no it just says bear you mean like a a zebra bear no it it just says bear that's weird like
2: (laughs) he's just a bear. bear That reminds me of um, The Office when Michael Scott is like uh, trying to think of a god. Is is there something that has the head of a platypus (laughs) and the body of a horse? And he just (laughs) comes up with all these animals. Random animals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if there's anything else I want to say about it, but I just I'm gushing over it. I am so enjoying it.
0: Avatar is awesome. Everybody should watch it. Present company excluded. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to watch Korra. I'm going to watch it. If you want, you can borrow the Blu-rays when we're done. Yeah. Okay. I will I, th- bo- I think Blu-ray is the key way to watch it at okay, this point.
2: I will borrow your Blu-rays when you're done, and I will watch it. I promise. I've already promised someone else that yeah. I'd watch it. Probably, Probably Brian.
3: dozens of other
1: you- people. You just have to go into it knowing that it's a kid's show. I think it's going to help.
0: If you can get past, I yeah. think, the first five to six episodes, I think that's when it gets really yeah. good.
2: The furthest I've gotten is three episodes. So maybe mm. if I can if I can get through season one, yes. I'd, yeah. I would be happy. Yeah. The
0: end of season one is fantastic. So if yeah. you can get to the end of season one, you're good. Okay.
2: Ugh. And you don't want
0: to go forward, then I would say stop.
2: Okay. Yeah. So if I don't like the end of season one, just stop.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I mean the show gets better like it's mm-hmm. constantly getting better I think yep. every season is better than the previous one yep. but if you're not enjoying it why waste your time? Life's short.
2: Life's not short. We're all going to live to like a thousand. Life's
3: short, That'd be awesome. Avatar.
0: We're not going to get reincarnated like the Avatar. We're so not? Enjoy uh, yourself.
3: Okay. So good.
2: I'm going to become Korra. Okay. You're
0: and already alive though. I
1: was going to say I was thinking about the, the, the movie that I've never watched the bad one. But the, the, the creators the creators are yes. um in development right now is a live action Netflix version of the show that's helmed by the original creators. I was oh. so excited. They are the showrunners. That's awesome. Yeah. So hopefully Like, there are certain episodes, like, already that I'm like, if they did this in live action or if this is part of the storyline, like, I'm going to be destroyed.
0: There are episodes are, like, like, there's, like, a two-parter episode. The end of season one could be a whole season of TV. Like, it's insane how, like, because it's a kid's show, how compressed it is. If they do, like, an eight-season, seven-season... Avatar show that would be amazing just decompress everything Game of Thrones take it, style take dark it like I so imagine good. it
1: being so I imagine certain things being really really dark and gritty but then other things being so bright and colorful and just oh. you
0: have to deal with genocide it's an awesome show it
1: really is there's a lot I don't want to like keep talking about but there's a lot <laughs> of things that are super relevant like talking about like the, oh. the different refugees and social injustices yeah. and class structure um, and things that are still super hyper relevant today. And just, a lot of
0: Republicans aren't going to like this show, the they're, live action but,
1: show. Yeah, it's interesting. But there's a lot of stuff like they go to ba Sing say, which is like the main big it's Earth, the earth Kingdom s- capital. Capital. Okay. And and you know you're like the whole time you're like, oh man, everybody wants to go there. It's this big city. But then you get there and you realize how things are divided and where there are different classes and only certain people are allowed in certain areas. And it's just it's very social commentary. Social commentary light, I think. Which is cool.
0: I feel like it's a good show.
1: I love it. I'm loving it so much. And I don't want it to be over because I don't want to We have a
0: whole other series I have not seen. I haven't seen Korra. I have no idea what it's about. Me either. You should watch it with us. (laughs) Oh, okay. You should just watch Korra with us. That would be really funny. (laughs) No. Okay, fair. Yes? (sighs) So Avatar. It's awesome. I love it. Nice. Alex, did you have any other stuff that you wanted to talk about? We don't have a... Slick segue into this. Hey, so Avatar is a TV show. No, yeah,
3: we
2: were going to talk about the Globes before Avatar. Globes. Yeah, do you want to talk? about But the you Golden just Globes? like went over to Avatar, and I'm like, I don't want to tell Dwight that he said the wrong thing again. <laughs> well,
0: no, it's not it, that segue made more sense to me. And the You're Golden Globes. What do we have to say about the Golden Globes? It was it was fine. terrible. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> not
2: it was fine. It was terrible. Okay, so as this of, as thing. of this recording, last Thursday or last Thursday Sunday, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last Sunday were the Golden Globes, the 76th annual Golden Globes, hosted by Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh. oh How could yeah. this be bad? Hey, I love Andy Samberg. Wait, not, also, like, I love Andy Samberg.
1: There were hosts?
2: Yeah, like, exactly. What? So it started off with a terrible opening monologue that was not funny at all, mm-hmm. like, It was just really trying to be. It was like it was so awkward and trying to be funny, and it was just it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible because they were making jokes about how they can't make jokes or something like that. Um, Like I'm gonna sound like such an ass, but like I miss the days when Ricky Gervais would stand up on (laughs) stage and just be like, "Your movie sucked. You're a pedophile." Like just just like making jokes about everyone and just like unabashed. He hosted the show for like five four, years he, in a row, right? Four There's years. Yeah. They, they invited nuts. him um, I think there was one year off and then they invited him back the next year. Like He did three in a row and mm-hmm. then one year they were just like, that's too much. Somebody else host. And then the, that year wasn't that great. And then they're like, you know what, Ricky, come back. Because I remember his fourth year, he kept making jokes like, they keep inviting me back. <laughs> like,
0: what, why? I'm going to say
2: terrible things. Why do they do this? And like, I just loved the, the point in time mm-hmm. when Ricky Gervais was hosting was just so funny because he was absolutely relentless and he did not give a shit who he was making fun of or what he was saying, and it was great.
1: You can't Be- do that stuff anymore. Well, but that's just... Uh, Climate change. It's
2: not that you can't do that stuff anymore. It's that if that's not what you're built on, because that's what Ricky Gervais has yeah. always been. Yeah. That's, okay. That yeah. is his brand yeah. of humor. That's how he got famous from being that...
3: Yep. bombastic yep. Yep.
2: abrasive person so he gets away with it because that's what he is but people can't do that if it's outside of their wheelhouse so like yeah, no that's
1: true
2: so like them making jokes about how like oh we we can't say anything it's like yeah that's kind of true but also not true at all like there's humor that can be made without being offensive like uh, plenty of people yeah. do it every yeah. day like just just get better writers or something it, it was just it was terrible it was really terrible and f- overall the ceremony was fairly lackluster um none of the speeches really yeah really got to me in any way yeah. carol burnett's speech was that amazing was awesome. that was the best part that was of the amazing. show carol burnett's speech was the best part of the show jeff bridge's speech was hilariously just out of Out this of, world, yeah. everyone was like, I think I just got a contact high from hearing him speak. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like... I can see that. He was just rambling yeah. about nothing. Yeah. About it. just
0: his experiences, which is like, if you're going to have... It, it's an um, honorary yep. award type yep. of thing. If you're going to just give anecdotal stories about your life, yep. that's the time to do it. it I was, loved it. It
2: was great because you saw the dichotomy. Like, Carol Burnett clearly had a prepared speech that yeah. she worked on and put together and she read and it was great and jeff bridges <laughs> they told him ahead of time he was getting an award and he was just like nah fuck it i'm just gonna oh, wing it yeah i'm just yeah. gonna wing it man That's just that's just what i'm gonna do and it, it was just like you know what this is the most jeff bridges speech i've ever heard um but carol burnett was the best part of the show everything else was meh yeah.
0: you know what really pissed me off was there was a moment where Somebody, I think it was Amy Poehler and I don't know who was she up there with um uh Maya Rudolph, Maya Rudolph. Yep. they were making fun of like they were making some stupid jokes and then they, mo- they mocked somebody coming up and proposing on stage yep. which happened at the Oscars, Oscars. or the Emmys oh. I think One it was the Emmys yeah and Maybe it was the Oscar. It was the Whenever it happened, it was a beautiful moment, yeah. and I loved it. And I was I like, "This too. is amazing!" And like for them to turn around and like it, it felt mean. Like when they were yeah. making yeah. fun of that moment, and yeah. I was just like, "I love you both, but fuck off!" Yeah. Like, it made it made me mad.
2: I um, mm-hmm. there were a few points where where I laughed like um. Somebody talked about uh, the teleprompter going too fast. I can't remember who it was. They oh were, yeah, they were just like, roll that back. I can't read that fast. I think
0: it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And I was, yeah, no, it was, was Jamie
2: it? Lee Curtis. And I was like, yes, that was awesome. Because um, Jamie, don't fuck with Jamie but, Lee. But like overall, it was just it was a terrible night. And like it, I've always been super interested in award season I because love award I, shows. like I love award shows. I like. Mm-hmm like i really enjoy watching people give speeches that are like heartfelt yeah. I, I, I hate when it's like um i'm gonna thank the director and the producers and blah 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 yep. like i liked um alfonso cuaron gave a pretty good speech one of the times that he went up there won, i think he the won the two. first time was yeah. good uh the first time he gave a like an impassioned speech about like making films because well, it was for a country. foreign language, language yep. film foreign i think film. um and like that was nice like
1: Wait, some, what, there was somebody else that won too that was like they were like super nervous I can't remember who it was there was somebody else that won
2: I really liked um, I Olivia Coleman's speech was actually good I think th-
1: I think that's who she I mean, got up
2: there and she was like I'd like to thank my bitches yeah. Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz <laughs> and I'm like yep no, but I, there was
1: someone else that won that they were like oh my god like I'm not ready
3: for but on the,
0: the uh, on the other end of that there was w- one or two victory speeches or acceptance speeches that were like too overly rehearsed yep. where like one guy would say like like this person would say two names this person oh, would say yeah, two names, and, and, and tiffany specifically went off on it she was like how just full of yourself yep. are you that you've rehearsed your winning yep. speech yeah. is i can that, understand that, that being like this
2: rubs me the wrong way yep mm-hmm. i agree um yeah. Overall, it was
0: Phil Lord's speech was good too. Phil Lord's uh, cause speech because he was, was talking good. about how like you know I, I, the the um how the Into the Spider Verse is about everyone's yep. Spider Man type of thing. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Um. Yeah. But overall, it was a pretty bad award ceremony. It makes me kind of nervous for the Oscars because usually I like the Golden Globe ceremony more than the Oscars. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. and Uh-oh. I hated this. Eh, do you blame the, the
0: hosts or do you well, blame the year?
1: Because the, the year st- sucked too. I think the structure th- of it.
2: This year for movies was great and television. I think I think uh, everything that was nominated was great, mm-hmm. and I blame
0: Avengers: Infinity
2: War. Wasn't the, the, structure nominated the structure and the it. hosts. The hosts were like non-existent. They gave a monologue, disappeared, introduced some guests. Like oh a no, they, they did they did flu shots. Yeah, what the that fuck fuck was, was a that? stupid they one. They did flu shots, stupid, and then they gave one more uh was like
0: that real. They were like giving flu th- mm-hmm. shots through people's clothing. Like I, I didn't realize you could do that. I have
2: no idea. I, but it was stupid. It was weird. Um so yeah. It makes me really nervous about the Oscars. Um I kind of hope, hope that the Oscars does what people are speculating, where they do a no host and just kind of A bunch of people or- p- try to do like a bunch of like mini skits. That'd be great. That would and, be cool. and and focus more on making sure everybody gets to give the speeches that they want That'd be nice. and yeah. and perform the songs like Ooh. in a cool way. I'm sick of the Oscars for the
0: last couple of years having like that, like in the the flu shots is good, this Golden Globes, yep. like having like a gimmick. Yep. Like yeah. Jimmy, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's was like uh, the shortest speech wins a jet ski yep. or something like that. Like they're cute at the time, but like they don't, add anything or like well, um when they like year? delivered pizzas or what
2: year did shit? they bring people over from a, like a theater or i think that was street. jimmy kimmel's first year i liked I so. that one
0: well that was cute because it's like average because person because those people
2: stuff. were just like shell-shocked
0: they, they were, were like, like oh what my the god is
2: happening. i'm taking pictures maybe ellen did that, that uh no ellen, no, ellen, did, did, ellen did the, did the selfie ev- ellen fed everyone and did selfies okay yeah um Whatever. Um, the I'd other,
1: like, sorry, I yeah, don't want to interrupt no, you. No, 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 no. You. The other thing that I don't like about the Golden Globes is that I like that it's more loose. Everybody's yep. drinking, everybody's whatever. But I hate coming back from commercial, and all you hear is the roar of the crowd over people trying to 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 go into the next segment. Yep. It's like I know you're at an award sh- like you're at an award show. Like there should be some level of like, and that might be from. That might be in a a producer-director thing like, okay, we have 30 seconds until we come back from commercial. Like, take your seats. Like, that, I think, would help because it just seems not put together. Yeah. And this one, I noticed it more in this year than I have in the past. Yeah. It just seemed like no one gave a fuck about being there at all. No one gave a fuck. Yeah.
2: Everyone was drunk. Everyone was drunk. Was there an immemorium for the Golden Globes? No, no, because no,
0: that's one of my favorite parts of the Oscars. Like yep. in general, I know it's like a really morbid or like sad thing it's to say, really but I always like that moment as well. Yeah, it's and, nice
2: to like see the faces and be like, oh, exactly. Oh, I forgot that person died. Oh my yeah. god! Or
1: even just to, to kind of throw out faces of of producers and directors and mm-hmm. people casting people, agents, people, people that you don't know, knows, yeah. yeah, people but that it, it, are behind the scenes doing so much.
0: Like, because to me award shows should also be like a celebration of the art and right. yep. like honoring yeah. the people that have are no longer giving us that art is equally important mm-hmm.
2: yes
1: yeah i agree and people who kind of paved the way so, so it was yeah. lackluster i thought
2: i'm I definitely interested to see the oscars and, and i hope it's good uh we should watch when it is it together.
0: it's in the is it in it's february the
2: 24th or, cool. or the 25th
0: of february yeah yeah okay
2: we should watch it together
0: we should have a live streaming <gasps> viewing party we
1: should do that that would actually be really fun
2: yeah, I'll watch it with you. Okay.
0: Or at least all three of us should watch it together. Yeah. I,
2: I usually go down to Jersey for the Oscars. Oh,
0: shots fired. But, <laughs> but I
2: can't because I'm house-sitting that weekend. Oh, Dog-sitting. Dog-sitting. So if you want to <laughs> come visit some dogs, <gasps> you're welcome to, to come Not watch really. it. Where I'm. Okay. They're small dogs. Okay, that's fine. Like really small dogs. Okay, a, then, it's yeah, a, no it's a beagle and a... Oh, I'm there. Oh, um... A cat? Oh God. Well Jack the, kind of, the kind of dogs that um Obama had. No, not the kind of not dogs Obama had. He he had big water yep. dogs. Um I can't remember the name of it. It's um it's a small one. Not a poodle. Jack Chihuahua. Russell Terry Nope. It's not a Jack Russell. I'll remember it like when I'm driving Shit home and I'll text you. you. Um Spencer. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Is Spencer bigger than it? Mm,
2: fat uh, heavier, <laughs> yes. <laughs> heavier, yes. Bigger in size, I don't think so. Cool. Um, huh. There were a few other things I wanted to talk about, but I feel like we've...
0: We're at an hour and 40.
2: Um, oh, wow.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm going to talk about the thing that I'm I'm the most passionate about. I don't care about talking about... Me? Yes. I want to talk about Dwight's hey. butt.
1: No, Dwight's, Dwight's butt. ass. Dwight's no, butt. no, Dwight's butt is a very nice butt, and I enjoy it, and everyone else should enjoy it, too. Okay,
2: so... At Ugh. the beginning of December, right around when Smash came out, actually. I think the day before Smash came out. I love Smash. Um, Amazon Prime released Season 2 of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh,
0: I did she play Smash
1: Brothers?
2: It. I did. I no, She didn't play Smash Brothers. Um, so while I was playing Smash, I was like dying to watch Season 2. I loved Season 1. So for those of you who don't know. I don't know. Please tell Marvelous me everything. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is... The new show, uh, it came out last year. It started last year. New show from Amy Sherman Palladino, who's mm-hmm. mostly known for creating Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls.
0: She's wearing did weird clothes. Like she she, also- her her uh, sense of fashion is awesome.
2: She, she, she's crazy. She I love it. She doesn't give a shit. She's like a female George Miller to me. Like The two of them together would be great because... They both are just like, I don't give a fuck what you think about what I'm wearing. I'm just gonna wear it and look awesome wearing yep, she's it. George real cool. Miller, the director of Happy Feet, George Miller? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Amy Sherman Palandino of Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. fame. She also did Bunheads, Heads, which was Uh, less long-running. I think it ran two seasons. Was that
1: a ballet show? It was a ballet show starring Sutton Foster.
2: It was really... I really liked it, but I also really liked Gilmore Girls. I never watched Gilmore Girls. So Marvelous Mrs. Maisel takes place in the 60s... A time. In the past. A time in the past. 60s New York, and is about a uh, Mm. Jewish woman... And and d- her being Jewish is actually a big pl- yeah, yeah. part of the show and her and basically her family. But mostly it's about her foray into stand up comedy mm. and her wanting to become a stand up comic. Not necessarily wanting to become a stand up comic, but kind of falling into it. That's how the first episode of the show mm-hmm. like ends. And uh, the first season was amazing. So when the second season came out, like I had to just blow through it and it is as good if not better than the first season it is so on point Mm -hmm. Rachel Brosnahan who Mm -hmm. plays um Midge Maisel Mm -hmm. is just amazing Alex Borstein Mm -hmm. is is like really really great I I I absolutely love her Tony Shalhoub who Mm -hmm. plays um Midge Maisel's father Mrs. Maisel's father is is great Uh, it's just the entire cast is right on point the, the comedy is really witty and yep, really well-timed. Yep. It's just, it's so good. I, it, like every episode I watch, I'm just, I'm just laughing my ass off. And, and I don't usually, <laughs> most of the things that I watch, I watch alone in my bedroom. Yep. So yep. like usually when I watch things alone, I can usually recognize like, oh, that was funny, funny. but I'm, usually yeah. I don't laugh out loud unless I'm with other people, which is actually some sort of phenomenon. I don't remember what it's called. But it's you're more likely to laugh if there's other That's people so around. That's so weird. Yeah. I've um, experienced.
0: I, experience. I know is, exactly what you're talking which about. Which is
2: yeah, why it's yeah. um, which is why it's better to see comedy movies in theaters, the theaters because you're more likely to laugh out loud. Which speaks to how bad Happy Time Murders was because everyone was laughing and I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad, bad for you. <laughs> bad for me. Um, but like, I was sitting in my room alone, crying, laughing. Like this is just such a funny witty show with great characters that you care about and you yep. want to see yep. more of it's it's i love it I, I just loved it so much i can't wait for more i i like i'm clearly clearly amy sherman Palladino just makes things that i like and mm-hmm. her brand of humor is really what i'm in for like all three of her shows have that same brand of witty yep. like yep. back and forth conversations that are, that are just so good um
1: i have not heard a single negative review of the first season of the show um
2: the worst thing i've heard about the show and um i i will be singling somebody out that i know listens to this podcast and i don't care the worst thing i've heard about the show is a review from cowie my friend Eh, it's all right that that's what that, that that is his review so the worst thing is it's all right so a Corey's the worst like <laughs> b the worst thing he could say is it's, it's
0: all, right. all right like i have
1: everybody i've <laughs> According seen <to> daft punk <laughs> but every <laughs> but everything i've seen posted about it like on my running group on facebook and just other people talking about it and things i've heard everyone fucking loves it yep and i need to watch it and i just haven't had the time to sit down and i don't know dwight if that's something you're interested in watching i like i'm more inclined to watch shows with <laughs> Do you want to watch it or no? I
0: was like, well, if Cowie says it's okay, then I'm in.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to watch it. I mean, I just have a lot of other things we're kind of watching. Yeah, Cor- but-
2: Corey's also the person that gave the Titanic, the movie Titanic, two out of five stars.
1: Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, that was on my list of favorite movies. Yeah, so, so we all agree okay. he's
2: a piece of shit? <laughs> okay. No. All right.
1: Cool. Okay, that's We fair. love you, Cowie. Yeah.
2: Keep writing in.
1: Yeah, please. You're okay. Keep listening. Yeah, eh, he's okay. <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> 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 I'd give him like two and a
2: half out of five stars.
1: That's okay. <laughs> Would I like this show? I think so. Okay.
2: Like, do you like Gilmore Girls?
1: I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. That's um, one of those
0: shows that we've like a- almost refused to watch. I know. Okay.
1: You know what? When I when it came out, I remember it being on. What did it air on?
2: I think it was it on WB. On C, uh, CW. CW. WB. WB before CW? But it was WB. there
1: was. I would always catch like reruns of it or or stumble upon it and it just seems so boring to me but that was also at a time where I wasn't into smart things. It's intelligent
0: people talking at each other very fast. That's from what I understand. Is is Maisel similar?
1: So so speaking of growing and evolving as a person, like when I... Can't do it. But when that stuff, when that show was a thing, I was not into that type of humor. It was above to above like my i wasn't able to like comprehend it and now i feel like i could get it and be like oh i know why that's funny are, are you a fan of like farcy
2: quick timing like stuff like 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 when people just like say dialogue back and forth pretty quickly
1: i can appreciate good timing right <laughs> I th- and good when people play like i'm thinking of dwight i'm thinking of like superstore and some of those yep. cold opens at the beginning where everybody just kind of plays of each other right. really really quick yep and it's like joke 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 and you have to really know all the characters yep. and follow like i like i can appreciate that i
2: i think then you would like this yeah show. i think honestly like you don't even need to watch gilmore girls i think yeah just just watch mrs mazel if you really like mrs mazel and you're like dying for more to fill mm-hmm. that itch I think Gilmore Girls will fill the the itch to a certain degree. It's about different things. I think it's
1: called fill that hole and scratch, scratch that, that itch.
2: Itch. itch. Yes. I don't want to sc- fill fill I don't want to scratch my
1: hole. Sc- yes, yeah,
2: scratch your hole and <laughs> fill your itch. Can we do can we can we call that episode <laughs> the episode <laughs> that
0: fill that hole and scratch that itch?
2: <laughs> no. Scratch fill that. fill that itch and scratch, scratch that, that hole. Okay, done. <laughs> um <laughs> i'm sorry for whatever i just said okay. um yeah like if you get through mazel and you're like i want more amy sherman palladino i i i recommend gilmore girls it's very funny yeah. i know it, a lot of people love it it's melissa mccarthy actually being Ooh. good which is great i don't think
1: i really she was on that show she
2: plays sookie on the show um but like lauren graham and alexis Bledel are like They are what make Gilmore yeah, Girls yeah. so good. Their chemistry together and their ability to play off of each other and deliver these hilarious lines of dialogue
1: mm-hmm. is just...
2: Uh, I'm talking about a different show now, but just Yeah. everybody go watch anything that Amy Sherman Palladino does has it, made.
1: Doesn't Didn't people have issues with the end of Gilmore Girls because it was like... So, the sequel series, yeah, right? So, or the um, sequel series, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Netflix made a sequel <laughs> That's series That's what it was, yeah. That, that people didn't love, but... From what I understand, it had the same feel to it. Mm-hmm. People just didn't necessarily love the the, ending. the, the overall yeah. plotting of it. Um, but like, the, they, they also had some limitations because um, the guy that plays the grandfather, I can't remember his name, uh, he passed away, mm-hmm. so he couldn't be in it. And he was one of my favorite characters. It's just, yeah, okay. people, people were upset with how it ended. And I never watched it. I, okay. like, I, yeah, I, all I, right. I just didn't watch it. I was yeah. like... I, I don't know much
0: about it. I know that people hated the way that Rory was portrayed. They yep. said she yeah. was like a garbage human being and yeah. they didn't enjoy that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that's what I'm sticking out to me. That's show. why I'm like, is that Gilmore Girls or is that the way it ended? I, I couldn't remember if that was... Gilmore Girls is amazing. The just, Netflix thing. Okay. Just
2: watch okay. Mrs. Maisel. It's, yeah. it's so good. I'm excited. So, yeah, that was the... I had a lot of other things on my list, but that's where I want to go out
0: cool yeah we um kind of got not sidetracked but i feel like we expounded on certain things that we
2: we did a good episode is what we did we Ooh, did this solid. episode felt felt strong it's, tiffany's growing as a human being
1: my, my my hole is scratched my
0: my it just <laughs> not
3: did you me. just hold his hand
0: no he, he was he was giving a comforting touch he learned that from dating <laughs> It's, it's,
3: it's, like, it's like how many
2: times have i mentioned that tonight
1: alex yeah. is very uh, single and available i'm very single and
2: available girls if you're looking to <laughs> talk to me call tiffany
1: <laughs> i'm alex's wingwoman. woman at
0: no refunds podcast at gmail.com if you want, want, want to, to date with, with tag alex yeah
1: we'll set it up um <laughs> me who, who has no experience in dating because i just married the first person well the second person. The first person I actually dated yeah. in a real meaningful as, as relationship. As far as I'm
0: concerned, you're the first person I dated. Any,
1: yeah. What about Carissa?
0: No, she doesn't get no. count. <laughs> Not at all. Who?
1: Marry the first person you date. The first, and that's it. That's oh, what I okay. did. So I don't know how to date. Okay. So sorry, Alex.
2: Um, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs>
1: No. Because that'll never
2: happen. Because you're
1: abstaining. <laughs>
2: I'm abstaining on purpose. So I can get my wizard powers. That's what happens, right? <laughs> what? So is this it, has been an episode.
1: Are of no is this part of the episode?
0: So this has been an episode of No Refunds. Tiffany, have fun editing that one. Oh, um, my name is it's Dwight. Don't, we, don't, we don't reintroduce ourselves on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been forever, guys. <laughs> we have a website, No Refunds Podcast. Dot com. <laughs> we have an email that you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail dot com. We read them all. We got an email from, what was that stupid thing that ADP! I was trying? um so, Oh no, no, no. no. A, um,
1: this, we got a, the, 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 security, the security.
0: The security thing, but there was no, one. We other also one got was, one
2: about
1: marijuana. CBD
0: marijuana. That's what it was. CBD the, oil. We um, read even so the spam. We're going to get stoned on the next one, apparently. Yeah, no. no. Pass. Stoned like...
2: Uh, what's like Murdered
0: by Giles Corey yeah Giles like Corey More Co- wait uh, anything else
2: we're, we have a uh, website we have an email we have, we Facebook. have Facebook. Like Facebook like us on
0: Facebook please uh, all 51 of you who are listening uh, tell your friends um, um, it'll be amazing this is good this is the year of no refunds five star review on iTunes yeah yeah leave us for an iTunes review I don't know if oh, we have oh shit any. we're on
2: iTunes yeah we've um, been on iTunes we for a read about. Derek's review on the podcast because yes. he was the only person that had reviewed us I doubt anyone's reviewed us since then. Probably not. Um,
1: I don't review podcasts. I I don't Leave us a Leave us
0: a G. uh, What's the Google one? Um, You listen on Google. Google Play. Play, Sure. Thank you all for listening. This has been a wonderful episode of No Refunds. (laughs) I Uh, especially
2: like the ending.
0: (laughs) We'll see you next year.
2: Um, See you next year?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
2: Bye. 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 I'm Tiffany. Bye. Bye. I'm Alex.
0: (laughs) I'm Dwight. (laughs) Bye.
1: episode of no refunds oh that's how that's how
2: we should do it that's you how i wanted to do uh, it uh, welcome to no <laughs> refunds i'm joined today by my co-host you know what Tiffany, i mean that's who's filling in
0: for my co-host alex and her who's husband filling in.
2: dwight who just came back from the toilet tell me how was your adventure <laughs> this episode in the was recorded
1: on january 12th 2019 at 9 25 p.m uh, at the tune, it, it will be nine twenty. <laughs> Fine, I, it's a bad <laughs> idea. I get it.